I know the perfect way to start. Hit it. You got it, kid. Genuine wrestle boys. Now shake those hips. And let your backbone slip. Pull up your pants and do the wrestle boys. Dance. Just follow my voice. You don't really have a choice. And pull up your pants and do the wrestle boys. Dance. Now wiggle your behind. Erase your mind. Pull up your pants and do the wrestle boys. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. I am Isai. This is episode 100. We did it. Pop firework sounds. Sorry, I yelled Zach. It's okay. I'm just dead now. Uh, um, Welcome to the 100th episode. Welcome to keeping it 100. We just killed Zach on air. (laughs) And that was in the first 15 seconds. Call, you can call me Gowan because you just killed Zach. Uh, <laughs> that makes those your Brock Lesnar. Of noise, kind of. <laughs> I'm the Brock Lesnar of making noise. Sandwiches. If this is the first time you're hearing us on our 100th episode, welcome. Yeah. I like that you did a Vince impression for Brock when Brock actually kind of sounds like a little weirdo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just looks like he shouldn't sound like that. It's very fair. I'm cashing in on Friday, Paul. Oh, yeah? Are you? Are you, Paul? Wait, we're not going to fucking talk about anything. A lot, of, a lot of stuff happened in wrestling. We're not going to talk about we're any of We're not talking it. about shit. What happened? Uh, you know. I mean, TakeOver happened, and that was cool, and then who, who, I don't Oh, yeah, TakeOver know. was sick. TakeOver was so good. John Moxley. John Moxley was really cool. Oh, yeah, he won the Juice, U.S. title. Juice broke his whole ass. Um, and Juice cut his dreads off, so we can all be fans of him now. <laughs> also yeah. came out dressed like Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> so I'm really a fan of him now. I had, I had not watched much if any new japan pro wrestling uh watch shingo and Oscar. and then i watched that match too and it was so fucking good best of the super juniors 26 was so just watch real oh, good watch the matches that people say to watch yeah uh-huh. basically just the last three or four on the card but uh yeah john moxley i feel like he just looks like he's happier now that he's out of wwe oh yeah mm-hmm. the super dirty deeds yeah the glory is the glorious dirty deeds the what is what's it, the, the death the death, death rider? rider death rider He's fighting Shoto Amino on uh, at Dominion on Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday oh, night, I thought he Sunday was morning. fighting Dragon Lee. Nope, Shoto Amino. Oh, Will Ospreay's fighting Dragon Lee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And good chance of our good friend Hiromu may, might be coming back. I hope. With, With Daryl and Daryl's new friend. Yes. I, um, this whole thing might have just been him building to that. But and then we'll just cover TakeOver real quick. It was fucking great. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. Consistently the best thing that WWE put out. I was out. so pumped on Saturday after watching it. And, like, I didn't want to – I didn't know who watched it in, like, our text. So I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was just like, somebody say something. Somebody <laughs> say something. Yeah. The, the ladder match was sick. For the tag titles. Oh, yeah. boy. It was, Kyle. It was reckless. Eh. It was, like, it was irresponsible. So, <laughs> that's a great word. Yeah. It was irresponsible. Kyle O'Reilly almost died, like, thrice. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He was the ambulance song by Thrice that I can't think of Artist right of the Ambulance. Yeah, he would have been the artist in the ambulance right after that. Uh, 
Io Shirai put on put on a hurting to Shayna. She gave, got Shayna her best match she's ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then did, did a, a moonsault with a chair with on a her. With a chair mom, like underneath whole, her. Oh, that was so also, fucking cool. Candice LeRae is. I say this every time they show her, but fucking guns. Jacked. Yeah. What? Jacked. And like. You know, of all the complaining we've done, and like I think rightfully so to an extent of just Candace net not being on TV and not having anything for her, they made her look so legit just in one like running out there and beating up the other two horse girls like dude, I, so with a stick. Just here's what I'm saying. Shit. Yeah, you come out of nowhere just fucking hauling ass holding a kendo stick. You look pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Just ask mm-hmm. Sandman. And, and the, just uh, ask Sandman. Also, like the I loved how the kendo stick looked like it was like ten feet tall because of how small Candace is. It's true. Yeah. Beat the shit out of the other two with it. And even like when Jessamine was holding her back, she was just swinging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. she like hand, like handedly took on two people. And then initially when Shayna won the match and Io tapped out, I was like. No, I I loved the way how long it took her though. Yeah, that was like, it, no, the whole thing was cool, but it was like it was a good sort of letdown of like fuck, that was still a good story. And then when EO fucking grabbed the kendo stick mm-hmm. and just started fucking wielding that yeah. motherfucker, it wasn't oh. like it wasn't a, necessarily a heel turn, but it was a oh shit, there's another side. It was like hey, I can like, turn this up. Yeah, and then like, I'm gonna moonsault you with a chair. It took everything yeah. Shayna had to beat EO at that level, and now she's gone Super Saiyan. So <laughs> yeah, Hell and yeah. Shayna looked. Fucked up after that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she went straight Jose Canseco on her. <laughs> um, Riddle and Strong was fucking great. Mm-hmm. So hard hitting. I have a concussion from that match. When yeah. that when that kicked off the whole show, I was like, yeah, this is gonna be one of the shows of the year. God, Rod, <laughs> like Roddy, like we've talked about, like when he does a million moves in a row, he did like two million moves <laughs> in a row in that match. So fast, they move so fast too with each other, and it was just really cool to see them both kind of like. Matt Riddle hasn't had the chance, except for his last match with Dream, to really show a lot of what he can do. Put him in there with Rod Dog, and they're both very hurty guys. Yeah. Mm. And, like, I'll actually hit you. And they hit each other for mm-hmm. real. And then he won with a bro Derek. Nice. That's what like I thought me? they said on commentary, but I was yep. like, what? I did it. That's me. And it was like, oh. a, like a fucking, like, gotch tombstone into a power slam. It was sick. Mm-hmm. Everything they did in that was great. Belveteen and... Um, Tyler Breeze was good. The finish yep. fell flat for me. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't really remember the finish, so I guess that speaks to what you're saying. It was pretty standard, like Dream Valley Driver into oh into the elbow drop. But before, like, what caused the the distraction? Because he was uh, Dream was knocked out of the ring, almost a ten count, and then he tried to hit him with the belt. Um, Dream did. Oh, and that's then, right. Yeah, just kind of a little schmoz, and just kind of made Tyler look like a little bit of a geek. Well, and then Tyler being like, "All right." You beat me and it was dirty. Let's take a selfie together. It was kind of like, all right. Yeah, but hopefully it keeps going with Tyler. It, like, overall, the match, though, like, just such a good reminder of fuck, how fucking good Tyler Breeze is. He went in there, carried himself like a fucking star, mm-hmm. was working his ass off like a star. He looked great. Yeah. And from what and it sounds like, he's the one who asked to go back to NXT, yeah, which is pretty fucking cool, I think. And yeah. Triple H was like, you want to come back to NXT? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Um. Well. Uh, all right. Come right in. Uh, we're over here. It's pretty sick. Like, well, here's I'm, your yellow yeah. shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna. We'll get into it a little bit more later. But I I listened to our second episode today because oh no, don't our, do it. Our first episode 
we're mostly talking about money in the bank because that's what had just happened. But our second episode, we get into introductions and stuff. Which who won? Wait, that did money you listen bank? to our lost episode? No. Oh, okay, that's, okay. That's, that one's literally that's inaudible. Truly <laughs> lost. I don't think the files exist for it. It's anymore. actually uh, season two, episode three of Lost. <laughs> Um, but it's probably a good one. We talk about on that second episode the all of us seeing the TV debut of Velveteen Dream against Ho Ho Loon. Wild. And we were all like, "Oh, this guy's gonna might might be something someday." That guy humps people when he pins them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who won that Money in the Bank was uh, Carmella. Oh, oh God, was that one? And um, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Hell yeah! Good Dumpster year. Fire. Good year. <laughs> How mad was I? <laughs> Not as mad as. You might think. <laughs> nice. But we'd also seen the redo of the ladder okay. match by then, so. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100 episodes. Yeah. Mm. And then Gargo. Oh, Gargo and Cole put on a fucking, you know, clinic. I like five and a quarter stars from everybody's favorite problematic uncle. Oh, did it get over five again? Five and a quarter. Dude, Johnny five star over here. Mother yeah. Fuck. yeah. How Isn't many it, fucking five stars? Two, five, two fives, a five and a half, and a five. Yeah, and a quarter, and five and a quarter. Yeah, and that maybe another five. Because there was the one with Andrade, right? That was five. Uh, that was Andrade, and then the next one, Champa, was five. I don't know if any of the other Champa ones got five. He has two with Cole, and then yeah, then a Cole. five and a half and a five and a quarter with Cole. Yeah. So. I guess all you have to do is to have a PWG match. That is one of those things. Like if you, you go back to uh, to those early episodes, uh, I will credit where it's due. Isai called it for Gargano because <laughs> 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 we were like doing our first. Uh, Pick of the Wrestle Boys Classic, which you can look forward to coming up soon for our yeah. next one. But oh. Isai was like, "This one's a little out of left field." Johnny Gargano, and we we're all like, "Pass!" Fuck you, piece of crap. People hate you. <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, hate me. A He's lot a of, small boy. Like when we post, like we posted, like our the bracket from the the first one. People were like, "Johnny Gargano beat Kevin Owens." Bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's true. It was it, it the world Isai was behind you. Was ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, what's up? But we were new. I was new to the game. Yeah. I was very. Or I was. I was. I was recently returning to the game. I should say. Did, yeah. uh, it's when time that, to play the game. That second episode. Now you play the, it. I came to play. The first episode I tried to listen to and it wasn't worth listening to. It was the first time Derek had ever watched uh, Raw and SmackDown in one week. So. <laughs> wow. No, but it's. And I, now Derek's back to not you, watching Raw and SmackDown. Know, in a what, week. what a what a curve. You Full could, circle. You could see like when Johnny was in PWG and doing stuff like that. Uh, just his talent was really good. He's kind of missing a little something, and he found it. When he was with DIY. Mm. Well, and it, I mean, it took him a year to be able to talk by himself. Yeah. Like, once he started being able to cut promos, like... Him and Tommaso it. both he needed clicked. each other. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And there were two guys who were both good on the indies. They weren't, they, were, they weren't great. They weren't that next level. They came together. They became that next level. So it's really cool to see. I fucking told you. So. <laughs> the Joker and Batman. <laughs> need each other and all those quotes Kevin Steen and El Generico yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, but yeah let's talk more about our journeys the journey as a wrestling fan um, I, I'd like to read a quote from that Ooh, second the Bible oh, no from the <laughs> Derek I'd like to read a quote from the Bible um, did I say Baron Corbin was the best that would have been um, really you funny. wish you said that Derek. <laughs> oh I'm excited oh, no. to hear this so talking about people who are good on the mic in my eyes, it's CM Punk, Paul Heyman, and Enzo Amore. Oh, uh, you know, time he capsule. Was. Time capsule. He was. He was excellent on the mic. Kind of. I, I know it was not. It was, it was good heel heat. 
It was before he, I knew his gimmick was uh, him in real life. Yeah. He, it's very enthralling because it's lo- really a lot of charisma. Mm. You can't deny how much charisma that fucker had. And yeah. as a new fan, that's what brings you in. You oh, well, and if Enzo, if Enzo Amore. <laughs> if Enzo Amores. Enzo Amore. That's, that's, that's the true friends. Enzi. 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 I like to think he has no true friends. <laughs> Uh, but but if, what about me? If, if yes. it came if it came out that he was just the best guy, I feel like we would still be talking about how good of <laughs> a promo he was. But what about me, Big Cass XL? Yeah, we. I don't like the, I don't like the sh- I don't like short people. We were talking it's, about uh, them having just broken up because that's where wrestling was at the time. We were talking about how stupid it was. Yeah. Dude, I need to listen to some of those episodes later. I, you know, what I noticed most uh, from listening back to like the older episodes is I'm much more comfortable talking into a microphone now. <laughs> There'd uh, be like episodes like listening like even back then. Like, did Matt say anything? I don't. No, I didn't. And I would do the. I would do a lot of dry pauses. Like, you know, my favorite um, wrestler is probably <laughs> like stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, I, I like wrestling. I know. Just now, you have more podcasts than me. Dude, I got fucking I got podcasts out the Yang. You got two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't brag too much. Here on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. <laughs> so um, we'll just kind of like let's talk about our journeys, like as wrestling fans through a hundred episodes because it's been like essentially yeah, it's been. <laughs> one week. Uh, it's been like two years. Yeah, t- on the 29th um, this month. Damn. That we've like started this. So um, Matt, I mean, you were just talking about yourself as a podcast, but how about as a wrestling fan? You said you were just coming back into it i think in the last two years of watching wrestling the the thing that's really made me fall back like in love with it more than i ever was when i was a kid was i think now i can understand more like what it what good storytelling in a match looks like because i would hear people talk about like oh they could tell great stories together mm-hmm. you know and imagine like okay i don't know what that means but then you watch something like i mean just as recently like gargano and cole and you're like these people like the story they were telling in that match of how Gargano and Cole know each other so well that they can counter each other. And, like, it, for, like, the first, what, I felt like five minutes of the match, it looked like they weren't even going to get a move off on each other because they knew how to counter it. And then seeing that progress to the finish of the match, it's like, oh, that's how you tell a story. And that's what I really love about the performance of professional wrestling. And I've definitely, like, gotten just super into that and then like finding things like new japan i'd never heard of it before we started this podcast a lot of the independent stuff i don't know i feel like a lot more uh i don't know inside baseball if it were well you know i i'm glad you appreciate storytelling uh, <laughs> oh man that's something you know what i, I really appreciate is a uh, ring psychology well you know uh i'm one of the best uh, in storytelling and ring psychology but i appreciate you saying that because you I mean you're pretty much giving me a compliment Oh, one of, my, Bret Hart and one of my favorite parts of this journey, too, is all the, the time that Bret Hart moved into my house. <laughs> um, I actually <laughs> took over my house. Well, uh, you know, I'm actually moving back in. Oh, shit. I didn't realize you'd moved out because I, w- I wasn't allowed to open the door. I moved out for about a week. Oh, shit. Okay. Me and Teddy got in a fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Teddy changed the locks. I mean, that's something that's happened in 100 episodes. Uh, some of y'all have met Teddy Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I shook his very soft hands, according to Matt's mom. Uh, Well, and according to fact they were yeah, pretty they soft. were very soft but like what kind nice. of lotion he uses i don't know i didn't ask cat jergens <laughs> just cat, cat lotion cat lotion jergens like uh biggie yeah <laughs> uh what about you guys what how about your wrestle journeys oster wrestle journey me i'm trying to find the hundred emoji um <laughs> so 
I the whole point of this was to me to like stay a fair weather fan, a filthy casual, if you will. You're filthy casual. Well, is that because that was the initial concept of the podcast, right? Was our different perspectives. Yeah. And then I dove in head first. What was the first thing that really grabbed you when you started getting into it? I'm just going to assume Kevin Owens. Enzo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Enzo. I was into Enzo when I was watching pay-per-views with you. It's true. Like, mm-hmm. the way he talked, it just... No, Kevin Owens, though, for sure. Yeah. Also, like, the Nikki unless... Cross-Oscar match oh, on NXT. that was the first NXT match I ever watched. in live, too, was yeah. Nikki Cross and Asuka. That was, like, that was huge for me. That made me change my mind on women's wrestling. Yeah. Like, I saw all of this, like... The evo- evolving, but the woman's revolution. It felt very slow, and like when I watched with Isai and Brady, it was like when we would get snacks, like a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, I mean, ago. like the wrestling, in like the early mid two thousand. I mean, obviously before, like women's wrestling was definitely like the bathroom break match, and that is something I like. I've really loved too. The last two years is really getting a, a better appreciation for not just uh, women's wrestling in WWE, but like globally seeing like where re- women's wrestling is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, like, yeah, I dove in head first. I enjoyed – I watched six hours a week. And then I went to Double Earl nothing, nothing, and I don't give a fuck about <laughs> WWE anymore. <laughs> this is new, two weeks. This could definitely change. But, like, I'm at a point where it's like I went – in two years, I went to almost being full Brady. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> you went diving in. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just so much – it's just so much more impressive. It feels so much different. But, like, I mean, I'm still going to support who I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin, Sammy, Nikki, uh, you know, all, yeah, the ones, yeah. all the ones I love. Becky, Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I it's also... been a weird journey for me because mine just changed. Yeah, so it's like, mm-hmm. I've also been having a hard time kind of putting up with some WWE stuff since we've seen like what you know a nice little glimpse of what AEW is gonna look like and just the state of like uh, Joey Ryan talking about like how like he chose independent wrestling and like how independent wrestling is gonna be like where he stays. It's just like man, there's so much cooler stuff out there. Yeah, like that's like something like that's just buck wild too. If you think about like just wrestling's journey in the last two years, like yeah, I've been doing this like. There's a rival promotion to WWE starting right now. Yeah. Like, a year ago, I was like, I don't think they'd be able to pull off a whole promotion necessarily. Like, I oh, I, yeah. I was still, like, not convinced that they'd be able to do Even that. Even after All In, I think we were all kind of like, uh, we'll, well, see. we'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's happening, and, yeah. they're, like, it seems like it's going to be a serious, like, force within wrestling, you know? Like, when I started— Not like Global Force— I mean, if they're lucky. <laughs> um, like, when I, I started watching wrestling again, like, a year before we started the podcast, and one of the first news stories that I remember, like, hearing about on wrestling podcasts and stuff was Cody getting, like, was Cody being released and him, like, putting out that, like, dream match list on Instagram and stuff, like, saying, like, these are people I want to fight on the independents. And, like, People going like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of wild, like that he's doing this. You know, it's cool to see from this guy, like wanting to, you know, like I think the only thing on that list he never did was Gargano. Yeah, damn. Um, yeah, because and I remember it being it was like Kurt Angle and actually I don't even remember who else Me. was on it. You, uh, it was like Kurt Angle, like Trevor Lee, Roderick Strong, mm-hmm. um, 
Bola. It was a bunch of shit. Like yeah. Um, which, like, I just I didn't totally un- understand at the time. Like, the only thing I even remember off of it was Kurt Angle because that's the only thing I knew off of it at that time. The thing now, like, Cody is, like, starting this prom- a promotion that's, like, going to be on national cable TV and stuff. Like, that's wild. And yeah. Yeah, so, like, real. Think about me personally, like, I was starting to get into some indie stuff at the time, but not much. And now it's just like thinking about like some of the like indie promotions that I watch and like have absolute, absolutely love. Like there's, there's progress obviously that I've watched a ton of that I had no idea about back then. And like, it's even changed somewhat like the style of wrestling that I really enjoy. Yeah. Like it, like that, like UK style is like Mm -hmm. my favorite shit in the world. Um, because it's like similar to like all their like technical, Kurt Angle stuff, Kurt right? Angle and like technical wrestling that I really like. And, yeah. Um, like knowing how much bigger the wrestling world is now. Oh yeah. To like back then is yeah. Like well, wild. And this is something I never I thought of. Like I just thought of. I know I already went, but I I don't think I've mentioned Fantasio in like a year. <laughs> You literally mentioned him on the episode I listened to. Yeah, I know. Because, like, I loved wrestling for the silliness. And I still love the silliness. Mm. Um, But I appreciate it on a much deeper level than I would have if I didn't start this show. So. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Has anything changed for you? Yeah, you say you're you and you and Zach are kind of the uh, encyclopedias, but I feel like you've been watching consistently for the longest. So in two years... I mean, I, I, who are I, you? I feel I'm the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I have. Um, <laughs> I've got to like. What's really cool is I've got to kind of take a little bit of a different journey as far as like for you guys are like you getting back into it, you getting back into it, finding new stuff that you guys like, and then you just really diving in, getting into it. Yeah, more than just me being like, hey, we're watching this. You can come over. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we all like love different shit. Yeah. Mm. Like, I mean. Like, my favorite stuff probably is anytime Kevin Owens speaks and then just, like, I don't know, weird, like, I like Japanese stuff a lot and I like UK stuff a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't watch it as much as Zach. But, like, the stuff I look for, like, on my own is, is different than what – like, I feel like we all wa- like individual things now instead of – the same shit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I like that uh, each week we kind of get to bounce perspectives off each other. Like, I think that's shaped a lot of how I do watch wrestling is, mm-hmm. like, talking with you guys about it. Yeah, I mean, it was cool because, like, two years ago in um, 2017, I mean, it was – the landscape was way different. I mean – Jinder Mahal was our champion. Fuck. I had just gone to um, Chicago and watched uh, Aleister Black. Which was sick against was, Kurt Hawkins. Okay, so he was signed at that point. Yeah, and now he has a, a room in the depths of Raw every week to talk <laughs> got you into a camera. He, he took Kane's old room. <laughs> Kane moved out. Uh, I mean, in two years, I mean, I feel like I'm the same. Like, I like mostly the same stuff. I've dove a little bit deeper in the UK stuff just because I know Zach was into. It, so I'm like, cool. I mean, I'll watch a little bit more and progress and U- like UK tournament like also that. happened in yeah. that time period, which was like eye opening for a lot of people because like, who's this Pete Dunn fellow? It was cool. It was like, I got to see him at Bola. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I was super – I'm like, cool. Pete Dunn's great. Mark Andrews is great. Mark Haskins is great. So, 
Mark Andrews is the most polarizing figure on this show. Mark Andrews he's is a, a great, great wrestler. wrestler. I like right. I like he Mark is Andrews. Skilled wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> he is skilled wrestler. But like, I don't, as, far as, as far as my fandom, like nothing's changed. Yeah, I, I I love the same stuff that I did. I've kind of started to open a little bit more, and I've kind of dialed back in the last few months of WWE that I watched because it's so fucking much. Quite a bit. And it's it's more so not necessarily because of like things like my tastes have changed. More like the product they're putting out is just kind of progressively going into shits. Yeah. Um, I've gotten a little bit more negative because I found myself forcing myself to watch. Like I'm watching every fucking thing uh-huh. that's on that show every time. And so that really got to me um, a little bit better now. But then now I'm kind of on the, the recoil of that since I haven't been watching as much. Other people being as super negative, I'm like, hey, this just chill out. Like, don't yeah. watch it. Especially now with AEW coming out, like, you don't have to watch everything. Um, I like watching everything just because then I feel like the moment I miss Raw is, like, the moment, like, something's happening, either really good or really bad, and I kind of want to watch, like, the world burn or, like, yeah. something like, get, like, rocket strapped. Yeah, well, that's what I used to watch, and then it's just like, you know what? I don't need that FOMO anymore. I don't yeah. give a shit. Well, so if your uh, tastes haven't really changed in two years, could you boil down what about professional wrestling? Like, what is it about professional wrestling that made you fall in love with it? Initially, it's just the... There were superheroes to me. Yeah. Like, I'm a little kid. You got Ultimate Warrior, who looks like the way he did. You got Hulk Hogan, looks the way he did. Undertaker, like, these guys initially just got me. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're they're superheroes. They're make-believe. And then you got had guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. You're like, these are cool characters. These are – they're doing really cool stuff. And, like, I already knew, like, my dad was, like, a collegiate wrestler and a pro boxer. So he made sure and tell me that shit's fake. Yeah. Real early. <laughs> I knew it was, but, I'm like, these guys are so cool. Like, what they're doing is if it's fake, it's even cooler because it's – like, How do you fake that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what are they doing? And so just that, like – the storytelling in the ring, like I, I just loved Bret Hart and matches because it looked like, like he was really gonna be like this is it, like they're gonna get him this time, and mm-hmm. he'd always find a way. I'm like, God damn, he's just so good. Nobody can beat him because he's always one step ahead. And Shawn Michaels, like everything he was doing, he's just, he's just too fast. He's too quick. He's just too. He's too a, sexy. He's too sexy. He's too resilient, as I kept saying. Like you couldn't put him down. That's yeah. also how like, I describe Sonic the Hedgehog. And like, <laughs> like I'm, I watched the One Two Three Kid debut. Like I watched like him be. I remember like the Lightning Kid and the Cannonball Kid. Remember when he came out again? They just started calling him the Kid. I'm like, oh, this poor little fucker. Like Razor's gonna kill him. Like Razor's, Razor's gonna murder him. Like I'm six years old at the time. Like yeah. Razor's gonna fuck him up. And then like is I remember Sean, the one two three kid Sean Waltman. Oh okay X-Pac. okay oh oh okay yeah um, I remember like watching that and being like oh my god like my dad really liked him because he was short yeah like, like my dad the oh, <laughs> the opposite of big cast <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like I like the one two three kid guy he's cool and he liked also like Razor but I don't know it was, just, it was just always the best like it always like that that that's why I never got into comic books. I never got into superheroes. Yeah. Because I, I always had professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I felt like when, like, I was starting to become, like, 13 years old, 14, 12, this little fucking weird pervert. Like, I was. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's when wrestling like was Like, most 12, 13, 14-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, boob. Yeah. Uh-huh. One. <laughs> yeah. 
No, just being like, I want violence, and there's there's freaking girls there. Uh-huh. They're swearing. The Rock said fuck once on, on, yeah. the, on the mic. <laughs> I think that was a big thing for me, too, Like especially getting into like adolescence where I was like, everything about this feels like something I my parents don't want me watching, yeah. so uh, I'm going to keep it was watching. Bad. I was literally, like, literally watched it in secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember like getting like – like my mom would always be like when Sable would come on, like you better not be watching that. I'm like I'm not. <laughs> be like covering and she does my her eyes. Weird dance. Yeah, and then I'm like I don't like that. Why does she sound 45? <laughs> you boys like what you see? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't stop it, please. You're making everybody uncomfortable, especially the Undertaker. <laughs> Do you remember that when he when she and that was the weirdest thing. Yes. And then like I don't know, like as I got older and then into your segment of pro wrestling like i love the the hard-hitting stuff like the like eddie guerrero <laughs> edge kurt angle ray mysterio i love the smackdown six like that was the best stuff it was they were just like going out there you can tell they're just busting their asses for every little bit that they were getting and i just love that like kind of that aspect of it like the physicality of mm-hmm. it and Paul Heyman knows how to get guys to tell stories in the ring. So mm-hmm. that just kept that just kept it going through me. And then the hardest time for me to be a fan was like 06, 07. <laughs> oh, wait, because that's John Cena, JBL. JBL's kind of where I fell Batista out. Batista Like literally when I fell the, out. The like, DX reunion. JBL was wrestling then? Or was he just the manager? No, he was yeah, wrestling. He was oh, wrestling. definitely. Like, he was like champ for a long time. He was the longest reigning SmackDown champion until That's AJ Styles. That was the that was the hardest yeah. time for me and to he, keep being a fan. Took, and, he, and he took the title from Eddie Guerrero. Are too. him and Cena the same age? No, he's uh, older. No, he's older. Oh. So he was around in the Attitude Era as um, the APA. It's Bradshaw. Just, just Bradshaw. Oh, okay, okay. So and even before that, he was in just fucking a, new generation. Yeah, Justin era. Hawk Bradshaw yeah. with uh, Zeb Coulter as his manager. Yeah, fuck him. Uncle Zebekiah. <laughs> but I mean, that was the hardest time for me to keep being a fan. Um, then I found Brady. <laughs> he and him became like good friends and found out he also liked wrestling. So we fucking dove in again. And I, that was like, I was like in like my college years and like, senior year of high school kind of was like I would tape raw mm-hmm. on VHS yeah watch it and be like okay cool but like I wouldn't care about Smackdown didn't really matter at that point yeah. but then like it just got tougher and tougher until I found Brady then I'm like oh cool somebody else to watch it with then we'd get together watch Mania watch pay-per-views watch talk about raw and then from there I just kept watching it when wouldn't how old were you when you watched your first like indie match or, uh, or like New Japan or something like that. Ring of Honor, Brady and I started watching when – I don't remember the years he was living at his grandma's. But what's – here? I'll, I'm going to look it up. I, I, know, I know because of the, we watched WrestleMania there. Because that's when I first started to kind of like really get into it. Because like for some reason um, – it was 2010 it looks like. Okay. For some reason um, – when WWE first signed like Brian Kendrick and like Paul London, like the first times, I like really liked those guys, and like I just like went on the internet and like found like Ring of Honor matches with them. So I then like I offhandedly knew Colt Cabana and CM Punk. I also wanted to know like what happened to Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. So like I saw he did Ring of Honor, and I'm like, oh, Rey Mysterio's there too. Like why isn't he in WWF? And then he shows up like in WWE. So like I offhandedly knew a little bit about that. And then at my grandma's house, they used to get uh, NWA Cyberspace, which was 
Like uh, the one from Georgia, so like AJ Styles, Austin Creed, oh, yeah. um, Jesus. Creed were on that. Yeah. So like shit like that, like I'd watch randomly. But around 2009, 2010 is when we would watch Ring of Honor on HDNet at Brady's grandma's. Cool. Yeah. And then dove into like Ring of Honor hard in like 20, like after uh, CM Punk, like around 2011 when he did his thing. After that, I just dove super hard into Indies. Is Ring of Honor how you found New Japan? Uh, yeah. Um, just because like I always knew who New Japan was just for being a wrestling fan, and then like knowing like where um other people would go and finding mm. like I always like Hulk Hogan went over there. Yeah, and, like because I I remember finding that clip like when I was a kid. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like on the internet. Just I would always just try to find weird wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like on like wrestling, I'd type it into Google and go to <laughs> random sites. Yeah, and, and so like I knew like I Google weird wrestling. <laughs> Guys like Albert had gone there as Giant Bernard, and you went to like all Japan, went to New Japan. I'd find out where these other guys were going, because I'd be like, "Whatever happened to this guy? Hmm. What happened to this?" I'd be like, "Where is Prince Albert?" And then I'm like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, "Where is the wrestler Albert?" <laughs> and so from there, like I got into um, New Japan. It was the finals of the Best of the Super Juniors, where it was Kota Ibushi, uh, Prince Devitt. And uh, Loki, I liked Loki a lot um, just from watching old stuff. Because also, uh, Impact and uh, NWA TNA at the time when they first oh, started. Yeah, that's where I got into Loki. So like watching TNA yeah, helped yeah. get into other people too. They also had a relationship with New Japan. So kind of watching a little bit from them, watching like, becoming a fan of Loki. I watched that best of the Super Juniors. I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is sick. So just kind of going from there, just kind of. Hmm. Trying to get anything I could at certain points in time in wrestling. Yeah, my, my my introduction to New Japan was Omega Okada one. <laughs> like I remember, like because that was like less than a year into me even like starting to watch wrestling again. And I remember yeah. like waking up on like it was like a Saturday and like my po- like podcast feed like refreshed and there was all these like emergency wrestling podcast episodes of people being like, holy shit, like yeah. the best thing ever just happened. Or it was on a Friday because I worked like four day weeks back then. And that was like when a lot of wrestling podcasts would come out is like on Fridays anyways. So like people were like recording episodes that day and like putting them out to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then I like, I literally like walked to a coffee shop and found like <laughs> a like stream of it and watched it and was like, just sitting there going like, holy shit, what think, is this? And it was right after we started doing this podcast that you guys were talking about Omega Okada two that had just happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so that's where I was like, well, I'm going to go back and watch that. And it was from there. It was like, oh, Kenny Omega is the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually was talking to my friend Maria about, uh, Omega Okada today. I sent I send her pictures of Okada all the time. I realized today that I think he's the wrestler I'm the most attracted to. That yeah. Makes sense. Um, I think th- those three matches are a better trilogy than like the Indiana Jones series. Yeah, better which I the, count as a trilogy. Better than the Star Wars. Okay. Um, so the Wrestle Kingdom, I guess that uh, the the Prince Devitt Loki Kota Bushi match was Wrestle Kingdom seven. Okay. Oh wow. Also, I really liked. I found I would always find random stuff of Kota Bushi because he just did some weird shit. So I always remember Kota Ibushi. That's the guy that wrestled that blow-up doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's also like I found random Kenny Omega stuff too. Mm. Um, Matt's wearing a golden leather shirt right now. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I was, I was just talking to her about how she's like, why do you think, why do you? Because I said Okada is one of arguably one of the best wrestlers of all time, and she's like, why? 
and I was like, watch this. And then her her response was, Kenny Omega's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, I think that was like my, I just I just I think, sent a random like highlight reel. I think that was like it was kind of my reaction. I think is actually kind of the world's reaction to like Omega Kato one. Like thinking back on it, it was oh man, Kenny Omega's so good, and not enough people were realizing like Okada is like just as much a reason why the match is so good. So like, th- th- what's what's a kind of a cool way to to think about it? So episode one is essentially thinking Omega's the fucking reason this is the best. Yeah. Episode 100 is Okada's the yeah. reason this is the best. Well, and I mean, it takes two. Like, two to tango. They tell an incredible story over four matches. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've actually been thinking a lot recently about just sitting down one day and watching them all. I've thought about again. that before. Just because, like, it, they're so good. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. Um, yeah, it's a little. It's what three hours and three. It's three and a half hours worth of matches without entrances. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into some questions. Yeah, we did some. We did a Q. Uh, uh, ask, put a call out for a Q and A for this. And we one hundredth episode. We got a lot more than any of us were expecting. I thought yeah. zero. <laughs> I thought I thought I was gonna have to make up names and questions. <laughs> I knew Blurg was gonna ask. One. Blurg knows the real name of this podcast. Yeah. What is yeah. it, Brett? Well, you know what's uh, Bret Hart and the Wrestling Boys. <laughs> um, so I got some quick ones. Uh, we're going to start it off weird uh, from my friend Maria, who I just spoke of. Um, Hi, Maria. She, Hi. She actually asked some, like, one actual wrestling question about current stuff. Yeah, there's some good questions she in there. She doesn't watch wrestling at all. It's just what I make her watch, <laughs> which is Firefly Funhouse. But the first one, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. The dude's on your podcast. Everyone has to answer. Go. I would sooner kill myself than <laughs> de- than degrade any of you. Uh, I just don't have a good answer. I don't know. I would marry you, Matt. Thank you. Um, I would I accept. I would have sex with Isai oh. just so I could get the back scratches at the end. Oh yeah, Isai gives. But incredible- then Zach has to die. Yeah, and that's. Time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See? Yeah, who wants to die the most? Okay. I know what I know what Zach wants: murder. <laughs> Um, mine would be Mary Oster. We could get along; it'd be easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we could finally start our sitcom. Exactly. We have a lot of time for all the projects that we <laughs> that we've discussed over the <laughs> friendship. And we'd have a lot of time for it's like, well, we've lived together now; we can just do this. We're married; we have to. It's the law. And then um, I would put both of you on life support and give half the wiener. So you guys, I don't kill or fuck either of you. <laughs> Half the wiener? <laughs> I, exactly. I thought you, like, split it like a wizard's tongue. <laughs> no, no, no. I would chop. <laughs> no, it'd just be like, it'd just it'd I would be chop like. Both, I would chop my penis off, cut it in half. <laughs> give, no, I give would. each of you. I would, I'd make it so, I don't know. I, I couldn't decide. I knew I'd marry Oster. That was about <laughs> as far as I knew. Like, I know your family. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. And so, like, this is the only thing. But, like. Also, I mean, you can, I don't, you know, can I don't kill wanna, me. You can I don't want to kill. Like, I didn't want to kill Zach. So I'd be like, but like, he also likes a lot of the weird wrestling. I like <laughs> that. Like, that's just my thought process that's going through my head. Also, like the Christian metalcore thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, there's just Man. so there's so many different things here that you don't really think about until you have to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, sorry, I'm picking Zach. You're killing me. Yeah. That's fine. I'm killing you, and I'm <laughs> marrying Zach. And I'm fucking Oster. Nice. There it is. Yeah, I'm I'm killing Oster. That's what I assumed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
You know what? I'll fuck Nat because no one else has yet. <laughs> hey, thanks, bud. Mary Issa. We for, all for all the subscriptions. You get we, the pity fuck. Hold on. We, oh, for the subscriptions. That's good. That's yeah. fair. I get it. We all got one of each, by the way. Yeah. That's cool. That's fair. I'm going to make a chart of that. <laughs> I don't um, want to kill Oster, though. It's okay. But I have to. I do. No. <laughs> Wait, you don't have to. You said you'd fuck me. Did I say fuck? No, I said fuck. Wait. No, you said you're killing oh, me. Killing- oh, I'd kill you, Sai. Never mind. Fuck. Okay, never mind. I'll yeah. stick with my answers. Yeah, I'll stick you're with dead. mine, too. You're dead, too. <laughs> We're all only dying once. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yodo. Will WWA actually follow through with Bray Wyatt's storyline, or will all this build up be for not? Probs not, LOL. <laughs> yep. Um, they're, they're going so far. Who, I mean, to say, because they follow up on some of the weirdest things. Yeah. Has this lasted longer than any of his other stuff so far? Yes. Well, that's the thing. The longer... It goes the more chance of it being just sunk in the toilet. But I think where they're going double with it toilet. right now double is uh, cool. And like having like well, they, satanic puppet Vince. Vince loves shit like this. Oh, that like I bet he I wouldn't be surprised if that was his idea. <laughs> a devil. <laughs> no, but like he anytime they always try to go full weird with Bray. I mean, the fucking crucifix and burning his house down. Uh-huh. Sister Abigail. Sister Abigail. They, but they, they went f- from this week where we're recording. They went full Tim and Eric on. Oh on yeah, pull up your Bray pants. Wyatt, which, uh, <laughs> do the muscle man dance. No, I'm just saying like they usually follow through with Bray. The only reason they didn't with the with the Sister Abigail stuff is because fuck that. Yeah. And because he got sick, he was gonna be out for a while. Yeah. It wasn't gonna make sense just to bring it back randomly. But they usually go full everything with him. It seems like it's except for his push. Like the uh, the <laughs> the backstage stuff you hear is that Bray's a genius, and and I feel like if they give him he enough, knows that too. If I'm they a give him enough, <laughs> if they give him enough room to sort of play with, I think he can find things to get well, himself over. Play yeah, anywhere, we, man. Yowie Wowie is sometimes you just gotta find where you can go play. <laughs> Yowie Wowie is now yeah. like a bona fide chant. That's what I say after do. I'm done cranking him, man. <laughs> Yowie, wowie, yowie, wowie! I did it with the left and the right hand, man. <laughs> I sat on my right hand first. Call that the stranger, yowie, wowie. <laughs> yowie, wowie! How'd I get my foot up in there? I'm more Just flexible than dreads. you think. <laughs> uh, my pubic hair also dreads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yowie, wowie! <laughs> my my wiener, my wiener also wears a fedora. <laughs> oh, and a butcher's apron. <laughs> um. Yowie what? Wowie. Yowie Wowie. What, in your opinion, makes wrestling such a popular reference in rap? Uh, I think it actually goes back to what you said. I would say is superheroes mm-hmm. and, and the, money and the excess that they used to show. Like they used to live the gimmicks. Well, I feel like Ric Flair. Ric Flair's a huge. There's a really good genius video about it. But yeah, Ric Flair is huge because he had money. He flashed it. He had confidence out the fucking ass. Like. Yeah. Mm. He had money, Bro, power, fame, a cool women, job, nice yeah. clothes. I, I still got all the except my agent just ripped me off, brother. Space Mountain, baby. Space Mountain, baby. August ride, oldest line. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk. You said I just made a Mike Children, my bride reference, and you missed it. Headshot. <laughs> um, Headshot, brother. That's uh, what I always give on Space Mountain. But yeah, like I mean, I think I think that's the easiest thing is I mean, that era of wrestling and rap are the same. Yeah, everyone grew up watching it at that time. Yeah, All the and it's people coming from nothing and mm. gaining everything. Sometimes you like to live in excess. Everything about pro- it's larger there's a rap than producer life. who's rap like who's like gimmick name is Lex Luger. Mm-hmm. Like 
Just straight up. It, it, yeah, he didn't slam Yokozuna on the battleship, though. I also think right now, wrestling, maybe it's just because I pay more attention to it, it seems like it's cooler now than it has been in the last, like, decade. And rap is nerdier than it's ever been. I yep. think so. I think there's a, I think there's a marriage there. Well, I mean, rap is all a lot of white, skinny kids. Well, I mean, but a lot of, I mean, a lot of... Uh, like black rappers are they mention anime constantly yeah like, yeah. like anime comic books like i think nerd ass shit which wrestling is nerd nerd, ass nerd, shit. nerd yeah. culture infiltrated pop culture a while back and then pro wrestling is kind of getting to that point a little bit it's a little bit harder because it's it's redneck anime it's fucking hard to like really get some of this to permeate but like the stuff that they like as kids it's it's cool to bring up because it's nostalgic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's, it, it's more even if people aren't active fans, there's so many like attitude era fans that are lapsed at least, and it's more than ever now in pop culture. It's fine to be. It's okay to be a wrestling fan more than it's ever. Because The Rock is like one of the most popular actors. John Cena is yeah. everywhere. And like, like, I mean, it's covered in fucking Rolling Stone and Forbes and yeah. like and shit like that. Like, it's gonna be, be on fucking Fox. Yeah, like at this point in culture, just in general, we're at uh, like the biggest time of letting people like what they like you know like no you with, you watch this damn sitcom damn it yeah well and it seems like in, in rap that i've at least the wrestling references i've heard it's more old school like no yeah. no one's rapping about like alistair black and oh Ricochet, no no except for our boy megaran yeah well megaran different friend of the show and wrestle and flow wrestle and flow mm-hmm. not friend of the show enemy enemy of the pod <laughs> i mean he ruined Christmas. I disagree with I you think that so was, much. I think that. that was great. I, I think he, yeah. yeah, he wrapped out Adam Adam Cole at the most he recent takeover. Him up. Wrapped, wrapped him, him up. up. Wrapped him out. But when he was ra- he wrapped over the boom. He he wrapped with the boom. He wrapped with the boom. He wrapped with the boom. He put he incorporated the boom. Here comes the boom. Ready or not, here comes the boys from the south. It's my favorite Kevin James movie. Oh, dude, kind of me too, though. I've never seen it. It's actually good. We actually talked about watching it. Henry Winkler's yeah. in it, and he does an acoustic version of that POD song in it. Really? So how what's we just the, watch the, the next movie? question? Holy shit! I'm gonna watch that tonight. Um, who is your favorite current wrestler? What kind of sandwich would they be? Oh, fucking uh, Finn Balor, foot long, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say Finn Balor, but definitely one without any bread since he's never had a carb. Yeah, he's <laughs> a lettuce wrap. Um, favorite wrestler in general? Fuck. Like right now, my current favorite wrestler is probably Orange Cassidy, <laughs> and yeah. he would be a very uh, a peanut butter and orange marmalade well, sandwich. What's a good sandwich? I would say, very what's chilled. a good sandwich to eat when you're hungover? Though? No, I was going to say he's like a breakfast burger. <laughs> yeah. Because he's just hungover. Something greasy. I was going with his name. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're kind of orange when you buy them from the gas station. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like a breakfast burger with like the egg on it and shit, you know? Mm. Just hungover. Just somebody just there like, Ugh. Yeah. Like you can almost not get it down, but you're like, fuck, I have to eat this or I'm going to, it's just going to. And then like in. the grease. <laughs> just drinking the egg. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Matt? Oof, oh my god, dude! Uh, fucking favorite. I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting caught up on my favorite wrestler right now, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna go off the top of my, just right off the fucking dome. No, I'm now I'm thinking about it too hard. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Joey Ryan. We'll say Joey Ryan because he's just always a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Long burger. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that makes sense. I would have said a hot dog, but hey, <laughs> love it, Zach. Like, I'm also like tripping up on who my favorite wrestler is right now, but like, oh, Finn Balor's like the constant one for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing, I'm wearing his shirt right now, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go with him. And I don't uh, again, some, something without 
like without bread. Lettuce wrap. Yeah, it's basically just like a lettuce wrap with, filled with like turkey, hog, hog. Yeah. It's a lettuce. It's a bacon lettuce wrap. <laughs> Ooh, okay. What about you, Isai? Uh, Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and weeb shit. A <laughs> what I would think for Kenny Omega, and this is just because how he looks after the matches is a. Uh, one of the beef sandwiches that's dipped in like the juice because he looks he's the oh, sweatiest fucker mm-hmm. a French, like a French dip or whatever the he, fuck those are called yeah but not not like a in French the, dip where you, the au jus. Like, where you get the au jus like on the side no I'm talking one of the ones Just, that's steeped oh, in it oh yeah he looks almost like that because like the it's cold a, the a French dip that you dropped in the au jus <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah, the cold cuts get all wrinkly and he <laughs> looks like all wrinkly and just sweaty I'm like that's Kenny Omega yeah also his skin is the color of like baked bread <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think he takes two packs of Top Ramen, puts a piece of bologna in the middle, and eats it. Probably. Oh, and man. gets it out of a, like a, one vending of those like, vending machines oh, yeah. in Tokyo. Who would, who would Becky Lynch be as a uh, sandwich? Something spicy. Uh, probably like a spicy. Good corned beef. Corned beef? Angry Whopper. Oh, Irish. Angry Whopper. <laughs> no, that's better. <laughs> Alistair Black's the, I went national Alistair, Alistair Black is that one like Halloween Whopper with the oh, black bun. That oh, the one that makes your shit Whopper? fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else you want to say? Is uh, it like what kind of sandwich they would be? Yeah. Uh, uh, Candice LeRae. What would Candice LeRae be as a sandwich? Just a cupcake. Just a, a cupcake. cupcake. Like, but you. She's one tough you, cupcake. You oh, take, you know what? You take the top off, flip yes. it over. Someone taught me that recently at a work it's birthday a party. Are you fu- you make a sandwich out of a cupcake? Yeah. Oh, it's good. You trick. take the bottom off. You put it on the top or top. Put it on the bottom. As you so choose. The Eat. best friends are a. Duplex sandwich cookie, <laughs> or like a yeah, or like a Big Mac because it's like two of them sandwiched oh, together. Yeah. Like yeah. When, so when I worked at Arctic Circle in high school, I would take that the three tier bun, then take two of the fried chicken patties. Oh hell yeah! Put those on the levels. Hell and yeah! And then just slather it in barbecue, and I called it the States Rights Burger because it's so southern. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Burger, um, why would be pulled pork, man? <laughs> Pull my own pork, man. Should we go? Yeah. Next question. Or jerk chicken, man. <laughs> This is from uh, my my dog Jim Greaves. Um, what is the best kind of practical joke? Uh, in which we call ribs in the business, brother. It's, brother. A, it's a rib. Brother. And this is not a necessarily a wrestling related question. No. What you do is you flip the box spring in the mattress and you dress the box spring. So when somebody comes home, let's say from medical school, pharmacy school, <sighs> and they're real tired at eleven o'clock <laughs> at night, and they jump into bed and like kind of like just like lay back, yeah. it hurts. What about, Hi, Tyler. What about building towers in front of people's houses or rooms? That's also fun, but I did, we did that to Tyler. Or duct taping bread to a door. Did that to Tyler. I got, uh, I got, I got. Tyler's the brunt of a lot of stuff. I got two that are fun, and one is you uh, are at a party at the house you live in, or someone else's house. Just depends. It's a little ballsier at someone else's house, but then once everyone goes to bed, you just flip everything in the house upside down. Hell yeah. The other one, this one is my that favorite. That doesn't hurt anybody. I love it. So that's my favorite kind of practical joke. It doesn't hurt anybody. This one's my favorite, though. You go to Savers or any whatever your local thrift store is, and you find the picture frames that have the pictures of people's families already in them. You just buy those in mass because then what you do is when you're at other people's houses, like you just set them up and leave them there <laughs> in like places that they wouldn't think. Hell and yeah. then every once in a while it's like, Wait, who the fuck is this old couple? <laughs> um, mine's very wholesome. Yeah. You call a pizza place and nice. have it delivered to one of your friend's houses. They get secret pizza. But do you pay for it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that is nice. So they get mm. secret pizza. How weird would it be? You're just sitting at home, cranking it maybe. You hear a knock <laughs> yeah. at your door, and this guy's like, 
got this pizza for you. It's like, wait, were you cranking it? Can I come in? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> it's I me. got a pizza. I, it's I extra so, sausage, man. It's just something I really want to happen to me. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's I wish somebody pranked me. <laughs> well, I, Derek, I, just put your address out over the podcast, and maybe someone will. I always open the door no matter what when I'm See, at home. I never do. Because what if it's a secret Usually pizza? I'm afraid there might be a nefarious smell coming what, from my living room. What if it's a secret pizza? If it's a secret pizza, I might start answering the door. I never answer the door. Is it secret pizza? <laughs> <laughs> secret pizza, open up. Um, let me tell you about uh, an accidental uh, practical joke. Oh, I see hot on hog. No, that was never an accident. <laughs> Did that. Thirteen um, years old. What? Uh, uh, no. So one time in college, me and my roommates, I lived in the dorms at BSU, um, got this giant free uh, cake from from a like honors like organization oh, event nice. i love like, taking leftovers from events um, but like here's big the, sandwiches it was like the size of our like lit, like dining room table it oh, was gigantic shit. oh that's a fucking cake. the reason why is that it tasted like fucking shit like it was the worst cake ever and that's why no one ate any of it <laughs> so we ate all like the cookies and stuff that were also there but then two weeks later the cake was still there and we lived across the street from a parking garage so we're like Fuck it, let's go throw it off that thing. Hell yeah. So we took it over there, threw it off. It landed on University Drive face down from four stories up. The next morning I wake up to a bunch of honking on the street and look out and there's just a flock of geese that won't get out of the road. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. That's great. I'm trying to eat the cake and traffic is backed up the entire length of university down to one lane trying oh, to get around these geese. Oh, man. You probably made people late for work, and I hope those geese yeah, are okay. probably man. did. So that's my my favorite. So just yeah. accidentally <laughs> prank Accident, all accidental, of Boise State. I think an, acci an accidental prank is probably the best prank. No. Yeah. But I do think – Kind of prank, secret pizza. Yeah. Putting pictures of other people in other people's houses That's is good. pretty fun. Uh, one of my friends used to, when he'd go to parties, he didn't drink, so he'd go to parties with his girlfriend – he would take a bag of Cheetos and just put Cheetos in random spots all over their house. That's pretty good too. Like he'd that's set nice it up because so that's not every gonna... time they open their freezer, a Cheeto would fall out. Nice. Okay, just I one. like that because Cheetos they'll get stale, but they don't stink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that should be their tagline. <laughs> <laughs> they'll get stale, but they don't stink. <laughs> um, this is from at Screaming Wheat on Twitter. Would you rather fight Brock Lesnar? Or Brock Lesnar's weight and Alistair Black and oh, Selena Vegas cats. Oh shit! I meant to do the math on this and I forgot. Uh, Brock, oh, man. One Brock Lesnar because cats are fucking like, you can get infections. One this Brock, is how Brock, I want. That's how I want to die. But Brock Lesnar weighs like what? Three hundred pounds? Two seventy. Two seventy, and that weight put into all those cats, which is now like thirty. That's how I want to die. I want all those cats to swarm me. Because you can you can prepare for one Brock Lesnar, because like you know where it's going to be coming from. You get all those cats that are attacking you. You got to protect the grundle. You got to protect the butthole. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about the grundle. I just want them to smother me. They won't. They're going to get the grundle. Well, so here's the thing. Cats love grundle. And it might be my own downfall, but I think I would pick the cats too because, and I'm, I accept that might be my downfall, I'm pretty good at making friends with cats. I'm a cat with Spurge as well. Uh, did you all see that they got a new one? Yes. yes, a little it's baby so and Pickles cute. isn't even a year yeah. old. Mm -hmm. But you're still fighting them. Like, they're oh, angry. I, they're I, feral. They don't I, give a fuck about you. I choose not to fight. I will die. I will also I'll die. I will I, die to I, hang out with these I'm cats. I'm not going to hurt cats, so I'm going to go after <sighs> a beast. Alistair Black, I will die to hang out with your cats. But that's but that's fair, too, because Brock Lesnar, as much as he could whoop your ass, 
also will probably get really bored out of like with it like in a minute. And he doesn't want to go to prison, so he won't murder you. Those cats will fucking rip your throat out. So I might change my tune. I'll just go now, to I'm Seth Rollins and kick him in the dick. Yeah, that's true. true. It's harder to kick that many cats in the dick. Yeah. Or <laughs> they don't have dicks. Yeah. Watch me. All right. Uh, this is from Flighty Buttlass on Twitter. Um, gr- makes great pins. I uh, met her at Starcast and didn't ask you what your name was, so I apologize. Hello. I am a bad person. I also saw you at Starcast. I was there too. You make really cool pins. I wasn't there, but now I have some of the pins thanks to Derek. So. I also wasn't at Starcast, but great pins. <laughs> um, what's your perfect wrestling weekend? Or we can just incorporate this. What's the best snack to bring to a watch party? I'm gonna answer that one. It's those fucking s'mores brownies Jenna made. <laughs> that was good. I like to bring something that I then just keep in my lap and don't let anyone else <laughs> eat. Usually a box of Cheez Its. No, usually you bring a bag of Doritos almost everywhere That's you go. That's true. Uh, Oster, what's your what, what is your my go-to? world famous pretzel dip? Your pretzel oh, dip. Fuck off. <laughs> I like to bring something like that's like. Because nobody really brings, like, a meal-type thing, so I like to be the one that does that. Yeah. Like, like, even just, like, wings, or you get, like, That's I, cool. I brought, like, the carnitas or pulled pork, mm-hmm. whatever. Just stuff like that, because you like to have an array of things. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's where I like to come in. Because people are bringing the snacks, but I bring the bevies. Mm. You bring some. You, you bring something to drink, because like a lot, of, especially WWE pay per view is long. Yeah, you've been you've been snacking on Derek's world famous pretzel dip too long. Your mouth which is just dry, which is just pretzels. You eat with Juanitas. Uh, no, yeah, you <laughs> dip you dip a corn chip into pretzel. It's stupid. You need a be- you need a beverage, and that's where I got you. Um, I mean, pump cheese, of course. Perfect res- wrestling mm. weekend. Um. I mean, to me, it's like a tournament type show, like a bola, or even like I loved All In Weekend. That was so yeah. fun. Also, just because I like that area, because like Jenna knows it, and so I could go get Giordano's and shit. Uh huh. Just so good. Um, or like I don't know stuff like that. Like bola is like so far like the best like wrestling weekend. But then if you if you think about it, like as a fan at home, I love Big Four pay per view weekends because you get NXT. You get, so you get that. Anything coupled with a takeover is really cool. Yeah, mm. like as a as a fan sitting at home. Um, so yeah, but like I would say, like so far, like the all in double or nothing, like those types of events have been really fun. I'm excited for all out because I'm probably going to be going to that. I actually think, as far as wrestling weekends go, that's going to be a blast because you have ta- you have a takeover, mm-hmm. uh, a UK takeover. Uh, and then there's a New Japan, New Japan show, show, and mm-hmm. then there's All Out. I think that's yeah. going to be fun because you have a really diverse style of wrestling, and it's not a main roster pay-per-view, which is my only down, my only complaint about uh, one of those wrestling weekends. Or like a Royal Rumble, before. there it is. That's the one. That's mm-hmm. great. I think that's I, that's fair because a lot of the time, uh, like the main roster pay-per-views, like Raw, SmackDown pay-per-views, uh, are kind of a letdown after a takeover. Mm-hmm. That's why you go and for far Royal longer. Rumble. Because that's the best event. Yeah, Royal do. Rumble weekend is probably the best wrestling weekend. And Aside from Bola. <laughs> bring a nice bevy. I like to bring a, 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 a smattering of beverages if you if you can. You know, some people maybe not don't drink alcohol, so maybe don't – you know, you can bring some, but then also bring maybe some uh, sel- seltzer water. You hook it up with the seltzers. You get, you get some I'm a seltzer, seltzer water connoisseur you get, at this you point. Get a, you get a couple sods. You get a couple – A couple brewskis. A couple brewskis. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, also, like G1 – Weekends when there's just like a lot of G1 to catch up on. And oh you're just like, yeah, just gonna sit and watch a bunch of this right now. That's that's always nice. If, oh, yeah. if 
Wrestle Kingdom was on a weekend again. That'd be it's going to this year. Oh hell yeah! You know what? I do love that. I love that too, especially with those New Japan shows. Like last time uh, for uh, maybe been Dominion, whatever Okada Omega Three was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, Katie and I both made a thing of it. Like we went to like we like took a nap around like six, woke up around. Mm-hmm. You know, nine or ten or whatever, and just hung out and like watched wrestling like yeah. all night. I, yeah, I even like. I mean, a lot of times I don't catch stuff r- like when they happen. Like even mm-hmm. sometimes like takeover or like pay per views, but I'll watch, wake up and have them to watch the next day. That's like my favorite on like a Saturday. It's like a or little Sunday, Christmas like, morning. It's real, yeah. It's real nice. Yeah, like, especially with um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, like. Because, like, I, here in the States, they air at, like, what, 1 in the morning? Yeah. So it's, like, nice to just, like, wake up and just start watching it. That mm-hmm. is nice. Um, Mine would be a really good takeover show with um, – so any of them. Yeah. Um, watching with some pals. Um, eating some dirt, some garbage-ass food. Um, and then, you know, maybe, like, watching the back half of a New Japan show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Skipping and the six man tags, taking every single person I know and going to a private suburban fight GCW show. Oh yeah, I guess we're just. I guess we could have a whole fantasy weekend. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I went for real stuff. I mean, my fantasy uh. weekend kind of still is just like wake up and be alone and watch. <laughs> yeah, watch. Yeah. Some, yeah. To be fair, that's watch true. something start like start to finish when I can skip the ads. Yeah. And stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Just cause I know myself like that's still like kind of actually is kind of where I'm at kind of supreme. Like I did that with like the progress hello Wembley show, which was just like, I was just by myself. I just woke up, started watching it, took some breaks, watched it at my own pace. And that was fine. Yeah. Hell yeah. I get less bored watching that much wrestling when I'm with people. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. Also, Suburban Fight is the fucking best thing I've ever seen. I'm I'm really high on Suburban Fight right now as well. Um, Did you guys also see the other ones we got on Twitter? I I put a lot on here. So my phone died. Okay, I yeah. got them pulled up just in case if we don't have them. Um, this is from Walter. If oh, Carl, by the Walter. way, shout out shout out for buying a shirt, Walter. Yeah, thanks, Walter. Thanks for giving us money. Also, you're welcome for the comfiest shirt you'll ever own. Take hey, note, everyone else. Um, if Carly Rae Jepsen and Taylor Swift, Carly Rae Jepsen, that's were, it. Yeah, I'm gonna finish the question. Finish the but question, but we're in a sword on a pole match. Who would win and why? Carly Rae Jepsen because she's a much better artist. Mm-hmm. Remember how embarrassing that kendo stick on a pole match with, with Bailey, Bailey and Alexa Bliss Alexa, was? Yikes. It'd be worse. Like, uh, especially this fucking month of all months to ask Walter. Of course, queer icon Carly Rae Jepsen. Also, she's Canadian and they tend to be the better fighters. Yep, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, she got trained in the dungeon, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. In Calgary, <laughs> up, in, up in Calgary. <laughs> oh, wow, a dungeon. Oh, well, you know, uh, my father, Stu, trained her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. My father, Stu, he could uh, sing like an angel. Uh, <laughs> this is from uh, Eavesdrop Network founder, Brad Badostain. My question is, exactly who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Um, who do you stuff. think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the only answer we need. I told him we were going to get real existential with it, but that's all we need. That is, that is pretty existential if you watch the fucking documentary on that. Dude. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> um, a 31-year-old guy who watches more wrestling than what should be legally allowed. I'm a, I'm a motherfucking... Man of the people. <laughs> Sick. I don't call him the man of the people for nothing. 
Um, this is from Blurg, aka Emma, our pal, aka friend of the show, friend yeah, of two, the show, two-time friend of the show, two-time friend of the show. Hi, Blurg. What is your favorite limited fast food item that you wish would come back? Fuck, that's a good question. Mine is. This is what they said. Uh, mine is the case of Lupa from Taco Bell. Also, who's been your favorite guest on the show, and why is it me, Winky Face? It's it's you, Blurg, because you just for some reason became a fan of us, like out of nowhere, and you just engaged us, and you're a super funny person, mm-hmm. very charismatic, and have a like a good voice for like the podcast and everything, mm-hmm. and you have a differing opinion on what you bring, like what you like on wrestling. So that's why I really enjoyed the times that you've come on, and I would um. I know everybody else would be into having you come on again. Yeah, oh, of oh, course, yeah. definitely. I, I think, I think, you... and then answers also um, for the fast food one. There's so many different ones because Taco Bell, like, is the best at like fucking bringing stuff. Oh yeah, do they know what the people the, want? The the weird steak melt that they had that's like a flatbread is really fucking good. They have the sauce that's on there; it's fucking great. The double down because it's just so over the top that I think it's hilarious from KFC. Yeah. It's more so like not that I want to eat them more than I just like the fact that it's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that someone's out there doing it. Yeah. Let me let me, my my answer is from 2008 Burger King. It's called the Loaded Steakhouse Burger. It is they had a thing called the the A1 Steakhouse Burger, which was just like real big like patty with like A1 on it. The Loaded Steakhouse had mashed potatoes and the ingredients for a loaded baked potato on top of it, like oh, inside of the burger. That sounds fucked. It was fucking great. I got real fat senior year of high school. <laughs> um, I mean, I also want to say. Oh, and the spicy McBites from McDonald's. Because oh. those and a dollar orange high C, Tony and I would go get those on the reg. Um, I do want to say, like, no joking, you are my favorite guest, Blurk. Um, the promos you cut were very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was a really fun interaction. And. Yeah. Like, it's cool to meet someone from Texas and call them a friend. Yeah, yeah. and you have the second best dog in the biz. <laughs> second third, only to Zeno Paparino. Third best. Zeno and Wendy. Uh, Abby. Abby's third. Uh, now Bagel's no. fourth. Abby's real good. I now own a lot of shirts with Abby hair all over them. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But honestly, I, I, yeah, I love talking to you, Blurk. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't, I don't I don't have a good answer for the fast food, except for me and my buddy Steven in high school would go uh, eat the uh, chili dogs over at fucking Carl's Jr., and that was rad as sucking hell. Sucking on chili dogs. We were sucking on chili dogs outside you know the Tasty Freeze. who you probably freeze. bought those from? Who? Miguel. Uh-huh. I, I went, uh, maybe. Small, small town. Well, he worked there and was there a lot. And I was there a lot. <laughs> uh, my answer is the naked chicken chalupa because Taco Bell has no fucking business making chicken that tastes that good. The oh, the fucking chicken nacho things? No. Then there was the first one where the, the chicken was the shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that get... thing, yeah, the chicken bites. Yeah. The the chalupa was better. There is, it's insane, like, because it was so, the flavor was perfect. And it's just like, this is Taco Bell, not fried chicken. Taco land. Bell does great on their limited time offerings. Yeah. So they're, they're fantastic. Dude, that. Taco Bell, I feel like. Like the loaded nacho fries? Fuck yeah. I saw this mm-hmm. thing too about, or no, I guess, shout out, props to Jack in the Box, I suppose. It was once uh, oh, shit. cannabis had been legalized in Oregon. They were like, oh yeah, they had like the their munchy meal that was like. You get like a little fucking nug of weed in your uh, bag. Jesus. Fuck. I was Just, like, I was like, you know, I, my favorite thing about fast food is when they know the people. Oh yeah, the munchie meal. Like Taco Bell knows their demographic. I'm yeah. the munchie meals. Also, oof, they used to have uh, 
loaded fucking chicken nugs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaded with what? But their nugs cheese and aren't... bacon and oh, shit. Fuck. Their nugs aren't that great. They don't even fucking salt them. But when you have them loaded, that's true. That's true. That's true. Changed the game. Uh, this is from great Jeff question. Bull Junior. How would you explain modern wrestling to a caveman? Well, assuming that they understand English. Well, yeah. Okay. I would. I, I would depict so. it. I, I would, would just, just fucking uh, suplex them. I would depict it in picture. I, I would just like just have them be like I just point like watch, and then we just put on this is Ricochet versus Will Osprey, and I would put on just two like like Ishi versus like Shibata like one of the, like some of the fight stuff be like, and then just be oh yeah some of the more like fucking heavy hitting and then just then but how would you get a, across that it's like fake or predetermined sorry then just keep um I guess telling them hey they they already knew who's gonna win mm-hmm. but they still go out there mm-hmm. and give it their I would just show them pyro and blow their fucking minds. <laughs> I would show change them, the world. I would show them someone like uh, Lars Sullivan because he looks like a caveman, and so I think that would be pretty much. And uh, has the archaic views of one as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that cavemen were racist. You're right. It's an like a. <laughs> yeah, he's probably trait. Wor- yeah. He's probably worse than a caveman. Well, okay. We're gonna just jump right here. Sorry about your question. What the fuck was with his promo? I didn't listen. I've been tuning out Lars. So I am the, the that he's gonna paint pictures with bodily. Fluids? Oh, that yeah, yeah, that was gross. I mean, as owner I'm of paint with poop, as uh, as owner of bit. I'm gonna squeeze the- slash jizzbiz. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna squeeze the shit out of you guys, and then I'm gonna paint pictures with your and poop. That, and then for accent colors, I'm gonna use your semen. <laughs> mm. I'm going to dilute it down with your pee-pee. Talking about semen, man, you need some more? <laughs> they don't call me pull pork white for nothing. See you, see me, see you, man. Uh, see you, man. Um, this is from at We Rate Le- Wrestlers, um, a great account that um, rates wrestlers. Fucking, occasionally a, blows up yeah, our spot by blows it up over there. To our tweets. That was awesome. That was funny. My phone was going nuts, and Wait, Zach, I'm guessing your phone did too. Yeah. What? Which Which one was it? It was a the top, what culture? The what culture guy who said some shitty things. Alistair Black called him out, and then uh, at rate wrestlers, great reply saying this is like why. <laughs> Why shouldn't have he said that? Here's why with the Jim, Simon, S- Miller. Simon Miller from What Culture who does that video series like slapping his head. Oh. So and it got like hundreds and hundreds of likes before <laughs> Great. Um yeah, he's a he's from uh overseas somewhere. Mm. I would I'm gonna guess British. I, I believe so. Uh they, they filmed some stuff he filmed some stuff. Um very cool, uh, very yeah, cool we, guy we, from what I, I've seen. We've talked, we Anthony talked once. Jones. Yeah, we talked once about him coming on the show, so we should actually. Which is what was, it, what was his Our question? two like first fans. Yeah, they're both last names. Also, Ben Jones. I also enjoy that you interact with us as well. And yeah. everybody else. I love with it. Us. I love when I people love, interact. With no, that's I love when people interact with us as well. Okay, this is the question. Why is Kenny Omega a coward? Why did he never give Yano a title shot? Because Yano was too busy trying to push. Um, his DVDs to get money, and I don't know if it's cowardice. Sometimes he's a coward because he's a fucking weeb. Sometimes it takes. You're defending Yano. No, I'm. I'm just calling Kenny Omega. Sometimes a weeb it takes more. Is. Sometimes it takes more strength to say no. Yeah. Okay. I really don't know anything about Yano. So. I, mean, I don't know anything about this angle either. But sometimes it takes a lot of great. It's, it's not even an uh, angle. We rate wrestlers is the number one Yano fan. I don't know fan. <laughs> Um, okay. This is from Mark Roebuck from previous guest. 
from Friend of the show. A writer for the Hard Times, Hard Drive. Uh, he has the podcast, the Super Mario Super Bros Super Show. Also, uh, thank you for the congrats on the 100 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, thanks, were, thanks, you were a part of it. Thanks for saying hi to me and Derek at that show. Oh, uh, that was Mark wasn't there. That was Matt Tickham. Matt, yeah. oh, I fucked up. <laughs> um, I wonder if Matt was there though. Uh, where do you predict the WWE slash AEW situation will be in a year? So in a year, I like how you looked at me. It's just you started talking. <laughs> oh, I like it was like the same time. Like in a year, it's gonna be a really fun time because I think this is when we're gonna know, um, what AEW is bringing to the table as far as ratings as far as their core fan base as far as what advertising money they're bringing in kind of everything that they're doing so if everything's going with how they're envisioning it and how everything's kind of right now it's very upward momentum if it continues with that it's gonna be a lot of people trying to jump ship mm. people trying to get over to there but the big hurdle is when they do hit tv are they going to bring be able to bring the laps fan back Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to get a new audience that's looking for something different? Not even necessarily a wrestling fan, just a something different fan. It's just going to be really interesting, but I feel it's going to be kind of a little bit more of a interesting playing field, especially with WWE and especially with their deal with Fox. That's uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing NXT on FS1 when Ooh. that happens. Well, and it yeah. depends if and it, or WWE picks their shit up. Well, so that's, like, my, that's what I'm thinking. I think a year from now what we're going to see is hopefully – uh, AEW is like a, a fledgling uh, promotion on the rise. You know, yeah. I don't think anyone after a year is going to be fucking blowing out, you know, like huge arenas. But I, what I hope is that they are producing significant numbers. They are developing a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I also hope is that WWE will have kind of reevaluated some of, by that I mean Vince McMahon has reevaluated some of the creative decisions mm-hmm. that they make in WWE. And, and something I like, kind of hope to see from aw actually in a year it's kind of a weird thing to hope but i actually hope they have some like like hurdles and stumbling blocks that they recover from like yeah because like getting those out of the way early i think making it, some mistakes and learning from it them is better than say like wcw that just like didn't have like didn't have to learn from their mistakes until their mistakes made them collapse. collapsed like i i'd like to see aw like you know like they already had it a little bit with the whole Pac thing like and they rebounded with with double or nothing and like seeing them like figure shit out like as they go and like learn from it and grow like i think that's like the bet would be the best thing for them so like and i and i think that if that happens them they totally will because they're all very smart about what they're doing yeah and i i I feel that triple h and nxt is going to be really where the WWE at first at least is going to be stepping up because they 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 responded back great to double or nothing Mm -hmm. with with what they did. I think I mean I think their they show had, was at least as good if not better. Like they mm-hmm. had Nigel say one thing. He says, "Welcome to NXT. We're the true alternative in sports entertainment." Mm-hmm. Boom, that was it. Nice. No big calls, no anything else. Then they went and they just let let it do it in the ring. And I thought that was pulled a great product with them being on Fox and having to deal with them and wanting to let's say, "Hey, we can do fucking pro wrestling, pro wrestling style better than what they can." Wouldn't be surprised if NXT is going to be on FS1 at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um I have one we have a few few questions left what's yours from twitter okay um the one only one from twitter i have left is jimmy's okay um i love that one so we have uh the uh at that bb show so the baseball show and then that matt runs that account yep and so it is matt's question is 
Is Lou Albano as Mario in the Super Mario Bros. TV show the greatest wrestler cameo ever of all time? I think it'd be Lou Albano in the Cyndi Lauper uh, uh, music video uh, as for the Goonies. As far as significance goes, that's the most significant. As far as what the fuck, it's him in the Mario show, probably. Yeah. um, Well, Sergeant Slaughter was on that show. Hmm. And on G.I. Joe, too. Also, the MacGruber cameos. MacGruber, I mean, that's probably one of my favorites. John Cena and Fred always fucking wigged me out. Yeah. Um, I remember I got a big reaction for me from seeing Great Collie in The the Longest Yard. The Mm -hmm. best one. Also in... um, Fuck, Get Smart. Greg Collie is also in Get Smart. Dalip Singh. Yeah. Uh, the best one is Vader as Frankie Stakino. Oh, oh yeah. Vader as Frankie Stakino's that's, dad. That's the, the all-time, like, as a kid of the 90s, it's the all-time best. Like, he provided a, an image of, like, a really good father, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Roddy Piper in It's Only Sunny is also uh, very great. You got Kids Maniac? No. Um, Not also, anymore. Also, just shout out to the movie They Live. What's yeah. your What's your friend's band's called, that one? Cheria? Oh. Yeah, Cheria. Ch- I don't even follow them on Twitter. Um, Shit. If you Jesus could fantasy thing. book the next year, maybe six months for Moxley, what would it look like? So it's just getting him in the G1 is mm. the biggest thing. If he's in the G1 and has a good showing there, I'd love it if then he, it does it. It just speaks for itself. I'd love it if he was runner up in the G1 to put like, because like, I don't, I don't have any, like, I don't know that he can stick around and be like, you know, win the G1, go to main event. I don't think that's the right spot for him. But if he put someone, whoever won the G1 over in the finals, that'd be sick. Well, I, so, I would so, like him in the finals of one of the blocks, but not in the also, final. Yeah, final. that's actually probably. So yeah. one of my understanding of AEW is what that they, they, he has signed a like multi-year deal with them. Is it exclusive? So it's exclusive. And it's like, it's like a ring of honor style deal where it's exclusive in the U S but he can do, if they're not busy, he can do certain indies as well as international. He has full control over. Oh, okay, mm. okay. Um, yeah. So like, and that's the thing too. Like, he their TV is going to start before like I'll Wrestle Kingdom s- stuff. But I, I would, I would love it if he ha- maybe showed up at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I would, I would love a him in the G one. Um, as far as what he's doing in AEW, the next show he's fighting Joey Janela. So just fucking murdering Joey Janela. Mm. Do you like, think deathmatch style? Do you think that'll be I mean, of course he's gonna fight Jimmy Havoc, but do you think him versus MJF is a good way to build MJF as a heel? The 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 big money match at all out's gonna be him, I think, versus Omega. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. But I'm talking like further down the line. MJF as a heel needs to beat Hangman Page. Okay, yeah. okay. Um I don't think those two should touch each like go near each other for okay. a while because yeah. like Moxie's kind of a tweener right now. Like, and he's kind of their the outsider. He's not one mm. of the he's main Scott guys Hall. they're building. Hey, yo. Mm. Um, he doesn't I, need to be built. I, yeah. I would yeah, yeah. I would love it if um like he and Havoc will fight for sure in AEW. I, I wanted them to have an outside of AEW full on death match before Fuck they yeah. actually like start up TV. I would can't uh, do that. Yeah, I, I think this is just not even Moxie. This is just MJF. MJF needs to beat become champion before hangman page ever does yeah they're, they're both mm. the two young guys and that's an incredible way to build and hangman builds both of them so well and hangman where you're gonna get your biggest payoff from him is his journey and mm. when he finally does it in a year two years i'm talking that long you're oh, gonna yeah. have the fucking biggest pop that you'll ever hear yeah yep. he, they shouldn't just put the belts on him That's... no he needs to lose yeah mjf would be a great first champion it, yeah like mjf or jericho mm-hmm. jericho yeah, would be great l- likely like, jericho i guess but yeah uh, also shout out chariot oh, I guess shout out anaconda vice mm-hmm. i guess it would oh, have yeah. to be jericho right because that's for the 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 title yeah they can always do some kind of swerve and get mjf in there that's but... true yeah yeah 
Listen mm-hmm. to to Wrestle Rock. Your mind. Yeah. Um, I got question emailed to us. Oh yeah, should we so. do Jimmy's before that? I had that one at the the very. Oh end. yeah 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 yeah. Um, this is from our boy, uh, Jimmy Bowman from that baseball show. Uh, previous guest, run into him at movie trivia all the time. We friend of the show. Talk about Fugazi. Shows up and watches some big papes with us. Watch yeah. WrestleMania yeah. at my house. Jimmy uh, is, you know, we open for them at our live show. Yeah, good, good dudes. Been on, I've been on their show. Good dudes. Jimmy's one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Like I became friends with him through podcasting. I mean, same. And I love because, it. Like I, bec- so I knew Matt through like a Facebook group about a podcast that about my brother, my brother and me that I started started listening to them, and then met Jimmy through that. But I actually met him the first time he was on the show. Yeah, like that was the first time I met him too. So that was sick. Um. Take the 80s WWF aesthetic of profession as gimmick, like the goon, repo man, or Duke the dumpster, and update it for a millennial audience. Which jobs are for faces and which are for heels? SEO is heels. Oh, yeah, and that's me. I'm like IRS, but I'm SEO. (laughs) Steven Edward O'Reilly. Oh, shit. Did you think about that or was that off the cuff? That was off the cuff. Damn. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, SEO. I'm trying to think of I'm gonna put you at the top of my list. Stereotypical SEO person names like Erwin R. Scheister was a stereotype of something. Yeah. But I can't even think of any of them because it's just a bunch of like white dudes at Google. Mine was um I, I tweeted this one out. It was Isaac the influencer Abanez. <laughs> For some reason I was thinking of Raul Abanez. Oh, oh hell yeah. The influencer that's Former a good Mariner, Raul yeah. Abanez. Fitting for Jimmy's question. Makes yeah, that, that's what made me, like I thought baseball Raul Abanez. Um I needed an I name. And so yeah, he's just uh he's a heel because he's just he's trying to be an influencer and get you to do things. So think of Sean O'Hare's Devil's Advocate character. But then a little like not as no one has in a while, so no, someone's got it. Not as dark, and like he just kind of makes like he's like a mid card goofy heel and makes people do dumb things. So like the Usi hot thing, he would have people like putting that stuff like, oh, you're not supposed to put it there. That you have to go to their match and like they're all itchy and shit, you know. Mm. Um, I think the ultimate faces would be uh people who write for websites that treat them like shit. And Shout out Vox Media Union yeah. doing their walkout today. Um, who Me- drive Ubers at night. Uh, oh, the Uber and driver. also are board ten- bartenders. So they're the fucking workhorses. Yeah, uh, mm. Uber drivers are... Dude, uh, Uber driver sounds like a finishing move. <laughs> it is. The Uber oh, driver. Yeah. This is it the is. Stuber. I'm going to give you the lift. <laughs> I like to... Uh, someone like... I like I, the idea for a gimmick is someone who's just uh, trying to make money. Wendy's to- Twitter. Someone who's just trying to make enough money to like move out of their parents' house. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Guys, um, I'm like one step away in my career path for, from being one of those social media managers. <laughs> God, I'm jealous. Um, also, a the barber who a gave, pro gamer. Oh, a pro gamer like, would be oh, there. E- like, what's, what's their real name? Esports? Ooh. Yeah, sh- let's do that instead of an esports like a stream- champion, yeah, a, streamer. a streamer. They battle with the influencer I mean, for screen time. They hustle. God, and also like, also then just like the try guys. The other side of my job, just you know, content content creator. So just like doesn't like just you know trying to get people to do stuff for the dot com videos and stuff. And like Matt Matt Sankum is going to be one of our top baby faces because <laughs> yeah. of that platform he created. Mm-hmm. It's fucking really cool. And then also, I just really like the hard times. Yeah. yeah. And somebody who does like something that's satirical like that, I think was um, Matt. You're we're we're booking your brother. 
strapping I mean, the rocket to you. I mean, Blur also definite baby face working with a dog shelter. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Um, Blur. Blur. Blur's gonna be one of our our big stars too. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely service industry workers. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I guess people of all ages is, have always worked those positions, but I feel like. As someone in my 30s, a majority of my friends are work in the service industry. Yeah, 100%. And it's like they work so fucking hard to get treated like shit and don't get any money. They deserve the world. Yeah, I think – I think they, Tip well, motherfuckers. I, I think there'd be a lot of underdogs in this uh, modern-day sort of uh, installation of that. Yeah, and then there would be uh, Instagram influencers. They would be that's – That's Isaac the influencer of on yours. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm trying to think of other heel professions. I mean, cops. Yeah, I mean, inherited wealth. Yeah, mm. like oh fuck, MJF, MJF, big boss man. Yeah, <laughs> get getting uh, paying for your kids to go to college. Yeah, fuck. Um, yeah. Where would SoundCloud rappers? I don't know. Be? Oh, that's oh, a millennial thing. SoundCloud uh, rappers are going to be tweeners. But then there's um, the boomers are gonna be like like the like the baby boomers uh-huh. are gonna be the the rich entitled kids like I'm thinking of like the fucking proud boy rich entitled yeah. kid type people mm. oh yeah they're fucking managers um like young you know oh like, I was I was like people go to Coachella and wear like fucking appropriative shit <laughs> like yeah. that's a big one yeah that'd be um, a big also heel. the the uh, a big baby face is the startup CEO that wears Nikes. Oh, and like, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. They're, they're a baby face. but He just cuts all his promos on, like, like, a beanbag chair. They're, they're like a, a, a Roman level. Like, yeah. a Roman-ass baby. Like, they're pushing. You are waiting for that heel turn. Like, yeah, it's like you, you want, want, them, it so you want them to sell the big company. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, sell. I mean, like, think about, like, those the real-life, like, startups and CEOs like that that have had, like, actual heel turns, like Elon Musk. Yeah. Like, everyone loved him, and then it's like, oh, this dude. Hey guys, there's a keg in the break room. <laughs> also, no bonuses yet. <laughs> we spent it all on the keg. The keg was really expensive, guys. Um. Also, I have a plane. Also, I'm gonna smoke weed on Joe Rogan's podcast, and then not allow any of my employees to do the same. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. All right, next question. You want to uh, read the Ashley yeah. story? So, uh, really. Awesome email from Ashley Young. Who, from the band Juice. Yeah, shout out. Super juice, 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 juice. They're sick. Got played his ass them, broke. Played with them at Tree Fort and also has friend Sergio in there. Went to like junior high with him. So, Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ashley sent this really great email. Uh, My great-grandma's biggest joy in life was booing her favorite wrestler's opponents with a deep guttural howl. Weighing in at 369 nice, pounds, nice. Dorothy was a force to be reckoned with. This beast would lowball your estimation by $1 on the prices right while sitting in a dough ball formation on her emerald green love seat. Just great storytelling, by the way, Ashley. Just got to say. Yeah, painting yep. quite the picture. Yeah, really descriptive. Yeah. Uh, she'd always lick her fingers while making your hard-boiled egg sandwich, laughing heartily at the WWE losers of the mid- early mid-2000s. My question is, if she had gotten her chance, who is Dorothy's perfect opponent? What would her opponent's defeat look like? Or is she better off watching from the comfort of her form-fitted chair? Dorothy Burkhart, 1926 to 2008. Rest in peace. So mid 2000s R.I.P. Dorothy. Um, great, great story. It was really good storytelling. Good, really descriptive. Um, Kurt Angle. 
Mm-hmm. As a, like, and here's the thing. Dorothy sounds like she could play face or heel, like she, by licking her fingers while making her sandwich and stuff. So I think yeah, that heel move. Kurt Angle would be the heel, but he'd be goofy Kurt Angle. Cowboy hat? Cow- like that kind of air, like where he can – like he's doing like the rap against Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm just a sexy Kurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll make your ankle hurt. But it'd be that era, and with kind of how you described her, like she would just be so un like unafraid of like his like wacky like threats and everything, and then like he'd turn around, come back around, and then like egg sandwich to the face, oh, yeah. then mm-hmm. roll up one two three. That'd be good. Also, I mean, based on Dorothy's size. Awesome Kong, just yeah, Battle yeah. of the Giants. That'd be real good. Yeah, that would be good. Um, oh Dorothy. Um, I mean the Dudley Boys. That's oh, pretty good. I was gonna, I was yeah. gonna say a third member. Fuck them forever. But Chicken Farmers, the Briscoes, and those oh, egg salad yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, I was thinking because I mean, like could the, squash both of them, just like the, destroy them. That was so. the, the picture I was getting was something a little more like Ooh, Southern too. I was maybe you tag her up. Who's a He's a good southern boy that was in the mid two thousands. Not JBL, not JBL, not JBL. I can only think of JBL. Uh, uh, I know. We can just a returning Stone Cold. He's from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Against Shelton Benjamin and Shelton's mom, mm-hmm. or Mark Mark Henry's a Texas. Mark boy. Henry, Mark, Mark Henry, Henry and her yeah. against Is Shelton's mom a wrestler. No. Oh, no. okay, okay. But it was this like they had this weird story where he had his mama there against Shelton mama. It'd be hilarious. That'd be very good. And then like it'd be like. She like oh where'd you, like she'll be like where'd you get those egg sandwiches I don't know she bites it gets sick comedy ensues Vince McMahon's belly laughing in the back <laughs> she has diarrhea <laughs> or good shit also Buff and Judy Bagwell fuck yeah there we go yeah yeah and she would win by an egg sandwich in the face and roll up hell yeah yeah perfect all right we got one last thing oh here we go from our friend Reed also yeah shout out Reed I think. You are so fucking awesome. And yeah. Leaf Raker is some fucking yeah. sick music. Check it out. They do an incredible version of The Sound of Silence by Joy Division. Or at least they have. Or uh, what's the, I don't know they, the real name well, of that they song. Well, uh, that All I Ever Wanted. Yeah. All I Ever Need. That's a uh, Depeche Mode. Yep, mm-hmm. that one. I don't know anything about that. Sorry, Gabe. Um, and Jordan Silence. So we got, we got um, a random message from them that said, if I send you an idea for a WWF Harry Potter crossover fan fiction that I don't plan on writing, will you read the synopsis on your show? Uh, yeah, Reed, we're <laughs> going to do that. So, <clears throat> let's get into it. Hermione and Ron use a time turner to attend WrestleMania 12 for their honeymoon. During the opening bout, Ron's heckling of Hillbilly Jim allows the Godwins unleashed from Jim's ringside coaching to utterly destroy the body Donnas, creating an alternate timeline. Ever-responsible Hermione is furious at Ron for interfering with the past, and the newlyweds begin to argue. For the entire duration of the pay-per-view event, Ron's persistent heckling alters the outcome of every subsequent match, until finally, Hermione's patience is spent. She brandishes her wand, and launches Ron across the Arrowhead Pond Arena with a huge stupefy spell at the precise moment Shawn Michaels plays sweet chin music on Bret Hart's face. Epilogue. Vince McMahon calls a secret meeting with Ted DiBiase, Terry Betteridge, and Voldemort. Yeah, dude, they'd be in the same fucking cabinet for sure. <laughs> and, and it is revealed that 
the million dollar man the million dollar championship belt is a horcrux they discuss that how sense. jake the snake roberts sent his christian serpent revelations to steal what? the belt while the ringmaster the current million dollar champion showered backstage after defeating savio vega voldemort wants to avada kedavra father kedavra that is the killing spell. Learn to speak nerd. <laughs> I don't I don't watch that shit. Actually, Harry Potter's fine. Uh Jake the Snake. Oh, so Voldemort wants to Avada, Avada Kedavra. Jake the Snake and take his back his Horcrux, but Vince refuses to break the belt's cave. <laughs> so DiBiase proposes a million dollar championship match between Jake the Snake with Revelations and the ringmaster with Nagini, Nagini, Nagini. 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 And that's the that's the synopsis. Ooh, ooh I would, great. I would read that in a heartbeat. I would read the whole story. I I do love the attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, with the Arrowhead Pond, like all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. great. Um, and I, want, I also I, I love the idea backstory. Of I lo- yeah. why they're going to WrestleMania twelve. <laughs> it's a very strange choice. Yeah. Hey. Go to thought maybe SummerSlam at Wembley. Yeah. Anything. But, you know, I guess it's vacation trying to get away somewhere. So yeah. Yeah. vacation got to get away. Um, I also want to say uh, Reed just had a story published in Ouroboro. It's an online literary journal created by Death Rattle Writers Festival, cool. which is a great writers festival in Nampa, Idaho, every year around September, October. Yeah. And um, I, I really can't t- up talk how much of a fantastic, uh, like lyricist read is. Mm-hmm. And if that translates, their short their stories, stories are incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you go to death, rattle, slash read, um, you'll be able to see, they just published volume two of Ouroboro and their story is called Conan Cranby, which is a weird fantasy story where two people have a tense, bizarre conversation. So check it out. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, so much for uh, your wonderful questions. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. We were expecting zero, and we got a bunch. Yeah, it was nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what's, so what's you got? We what should you got? Go, well, go, so from episode 100 yeah. on, we're so, going to change up the format of yeah. our show a little bit. So if this was yeah, your first episode. Fuck ep- you. If this was your first episode. <laughs> yeah, um, suck your own. And you were like, oh, another wrestling podcast. I would like to listen to all of them, but I don't want to listen to recaps. We're not going to recap anymore. We're going to do there, small recaps. Are, yeah, we're doing small recaps. There are recap. plenty of Quit great, <laughs> great podcasts that do that better than in, in more interesting ways than we do. So. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about random shit. I th- yeah, literally, I think random shit. We want to talk about a lot of more um, like up-and-coming wrestlers, mm-hmm. a lot of the new faces that we're going to start seeing. Weird old stuff. Maybe get a couple cool interviews going. I want to I learn everything I can about El Santo. Yeah, do like deep dives on some shit like Big Japan fucking death matches. Yeah. Like I wanna, that's stuff I want to learn about. Yeah. You know? And I think we talked about doing it almost like a pick something out of a hat, and every week we're just going to do something So far we have like 35 things on there. Who's all written? I, I don't know how to access it. I'm bad at the internet. Oh, okay. I, I I'll show you. To, so I'll, I'll show it's you. It's just me and Oster. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, someone can show One me. One of my things is wrestling and pop culture. Please let me watch Scooby-Doo. We're not yeah. going to do it. <laughs> <You know. laughs> it's a random choice, brother. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gimmick it, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on that, too, feel free it's to like send. like the NBA lottery draft. Feel free to send us in some topics you want to hear yeah. some deep dives about. Yeah, if there's anything you well, want to hear about. And if there's big fucking news and wrestling, we're obviously oh, going to yeah. talk yeah. about we're it. We're going to – we're. I mean, and we're going to watch the the 
products that we enjoy. What we talked about doing was maybe just a really like hard visit, timer, physically like actual have a timer in here of 15 and, minutes or so where we can just do the recap. Yeah, and my addition to that idea is once the timer is over, we have bonus time of 30 seconds to a minute to fit just to finish your our thoughts we, we have in there because that's hilarious when there's way too much for that much time. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to make it more fun, make it more interesting. Uh, next week we're gonna we're gonna do our annual draft of the Wrestle Boys Classic. I guess we haven't been going for two years, so it's not really annual, but because um, we've done two already. Yeah. But we're gonna do an all semi annual sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do an all What's women's going on right now. Good yeah. Timing. Yeah. I mean all all women's I, tournament. Jenna Jenna got a coupon for it. Hell yeah. Our our last two Wrestle Boys Classics have been all been the boys, so this one's gonna be a, a women's draft. Yeah. Yeah. All women's. It's gonna be fun. From across. All eras of wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. all eras. Even all eras that haven't happened yet. I'm making oh, up yes. names. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Birdie? Are you going to put Birdie on your list? I think she's going to get into something the else. The singer that does shitty piano covers of Bunny Bear songs? No. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's daughter. <laughs> they're different people? <laughs> no. no. They're not. Time traveling, man. Whoa. But yeah, so we don't even really know. Going forward, it's a new frontier for us as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be more – I'm not watching five hours of wrestling a week anymore, so I'm going to be more researched. Hell, yeah. Um, Yeah. Anything you guys want to plug? Uh, No, just that I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, too. Yeah. And you. Fuck you. And you. Yeah, suck your own. Yeah, I, I love you all. Thank you guys for letting me talk about wrestling. Yeah, I love that we get to do this podcast, and it's really, really fucking crazy and cool that people listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Shout shouts out again to Anya and Katie for making me and Matt start talking about wrestling. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Starting a group text with Derek and then adding Isai to it. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if I didn't add Isai to it and I started a wrestling podcast without his knowledge, I we probably wouldn't be friends anymore. It would definitely cause a I rift. I would have set his house on fire. It would have definitely caused Randy a Randy Orton style. <laughs> I'd have been in trunks too and just done the poor was in front of it. Just dug up his, Derek's crew six. His fucking crew six. Um, yeah, uh, listen to Dealing With It. Oh. It's a podcast that I do with uh, my mom. Uh, listen to I, it. After editing like an episode with her voice on it and listening to her a ton, I met her for the first time today. That's right. It was great. Um, also, listen- shout out to guests of the show, that baseball show. Yeah. Um, Mega Ran. Yeah, listen to... Mega Ran. <laughs> listen to Mega Ran, the artist. Uh, the Sidekicks. Yeah, the sidekicks. Uh, Wicked Bears. Matt Wicked and Mark Bears. from the Hard Times. Matt and Mark from Hard Times. Read hard drive. the Hard Times, yo. Hardtimes.net. It's funny if you uh, like music. Cheria slash Anaconda Vice. Yeah, listen to Cheria. Listen to Anaconda Vice. Did you say Nick. Yeah, Wicked, listen to Wicked Bears. Um, Brady at HeaterWrestling.com. Brady from HeaterWrestling.com, of course. Uh, um, watch Bret Hart's matches. Watch Watch my matches. <laughs> yeah. Shout. I mean, Anya and Katie and Jenna, Abby. Abby, Zeno, Zeno, and Wendy. This is the uh, one thing I miss about recording in Matt's house is hanging out with Zeno. I can bring right. my I can bring my dog here probably. Uh, Logan, oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Logan, Marcus King Anderson. He's having a death match this weekend. Yeah, or a hardcore match. Hardcore match at Death Proof Coffee for the Wrestle Club title. That's it's their first hardcore match. Yeah, ever, uh, so. Wrestle Club is a local Idaho wrestling promotion that. Uh, I mean, if you're in Idaho, give it a give it a check out. If you're not in Idaho, you could also check it out. They, yeah, they do. But like, come they support record it, it and have it on online. online that's so. right. They, you can watch it online now. Shout out to uh, Walter. Yeah. Also yeah. a guest. Oh, yeah. Big Walt. 
Big Walt, thanks for the um, question. Shout out to my friend Nello. Shout out to Big Kev. Just naming this one chat uh, Mike, Oh, Mike Brown. Oh, one? shout out Mike Brown. Yeah. I miss you, Mike From Brown. From Regina. Kavanaugh. Uh, Who's the one I, I interact with all the time? That's Mike Kavanaugh. My, like... My best internet friend right now. Yeah, like we talk all the time. It's dope. Shout out Tyler, who's the biggest Kylie Ray fan. Yeah, very nice, very like nice him. dude. Um, all our wrestle friends. Shout out Ryan Yost. Do you listen to this sometimes? Yeah. Uh, shout yeah, out to sh- everybody that listens to this. Shout out podcast. to the people who shout don't. Shout out to Eric Larson since he actually he tweets about it when we shout him out. Yeah, yeah. Eric. And my other bandmate Aaron Nelson, who's going to be in town and we're going to play shows and stuff together soon. Shout out Cradley. Cradley Booper. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah, check out Zach's band, Wild Spells. Yeah, check out my band, Bright Old Giant. Check out my band, Yoshi's Lullabies. It's <laughs> not a band. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was an idea. It was a bad idea. <laughs> Twelve years ago. Check out B Town All Stars. Don't. Don't. <laughs> you can't. It's dead. I, I'll find it. Uh, oh no. Check out the other other shows on the network. Yeah, the I Podcast Network. I started listening to Never Better this week, and it was real good. Oh, listen to nice. an episode about skincare routines because I need to set mine up. I need one. I need to find a good oh, face wash, but it. I want to smell like trees. There, oh, there's options out there. L- listen to the episode. They all go through all their different routines. It's all really yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, just today I listened to the first couple episodes of Fun and Sobriety with Dylan okay. Haas. Shout it's out. It's a really, really good podcast. Um, One of my favorites has been Roasted Games because I love board games. Yeah. And Kaz is a really, really nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you're into board games, I would listen to that. Yeah. Uh, the PTO podcast is so yeah, much fun. Oh, it's good. so great. And then, uh, Brett, Brett's podcast that – eavesdrop podcast yeah. the shit great. show episode hasn't come out yet yeah. there were 12 people in this room um but yeah you can find all that at ease-drop.com or, or jizz.biz <laughs> jizz.biz dot fucking biz um be like walter buy a shirt from us yeah bit.ly forward slash wrestle boys merch we have no reason to lie to you it's the comfiest thing you've ever put on your body bit.ly slash suck your own because suck your own get a book yeah let's yeah. do a book on audible fucking yeah. take that money out of jeff bezos pocket shit. and put it in my pocket review us yeah, go Wait, if you're on an subscribe. iOS device, go bit.ly forward slash review boys. It'll take you straight to the review page. You don't have to do anything else other than just fucking put a review down. So Tell I your friends it. about us. Tweet at us. Yeah, share share this. This is our hundredth episode. Yeah, this is like it's a cool thing. I haven't done anything a hundred times. No, I mean I have only technically Jerked been off. on like ninety eight or ninety seven of them. <laughs> Jerked off a hundred times. Today? <laughs> um but well. like that just biz. <laughs> as a as a semi creative endeavor, this is the longest thing I've ever done and it's been great. And yeah. I appreciate everyone who listens. Um, and, yeah. I was going to plug one more thing, but I forgot. Well, it's good. We're not at our signature two hours yet, so you should probably just – we should just fill some time, huh? Yeah. Um, no, it's good. <laughs> no, I think, I think keeping it tight. Yeah. That's another thing. Do you want them long? Do you want them short? We kind of want them shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eh, whatever you guys are, like what whatever you guys want, we'll say fuck off. And we're gonna do it. Yeah, this is uh, for us. I'm sorry for being so aggressive um, all the time. No, watch wrestling; it rocks. Yeah, watch wrestling. Watch but what watch, you watch, watch what you want to watch. Yeah. if you don't know what you want to watch, hit us up. Talk to we'll we'll find something. You I like. know about a lot of wrestling. If there's something that you like in other types of entertainment, I can find you a subsequent. That's thing. true. We could be like the matchmakers for you and wrestling. Yeah, but yeah. you have to you have to reach out. You want a fever dream? Watch Hood Slam. Yeah. They have somebody called Drugs Bunny. You want Tim and Eric? There's literally that on WWE this week. Yeah. You want to see a referee jump around? There's Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. If also, you want, check like, out Riverdale. There was Lucha Underground. Yeah. yeah check, Superdale? Super, no, check out Suburban Fight. Oh. Hell yeah. If you want fun. Honestly. There's, there's so much wrestling for everybody. You just need to find what you love. And yeah. Just fucking do it. That's what, that's, I mean, that's what it took. I mean, I watched CM Punk and I was like, oh, I like this dude. Then pulling me in, Kevin Owens. I love this dude. And now it's like, oh, I'm, I could get hurt right now. I'm in a bar watching people wrestle without a ring. I'm all in on this shit. Yeah. Like, all in. Um, yeah. Uh, check out Carly Rae Jepsen on tour. It starts soon. Yeah, I'm bummed. I'll be missing it. But hey, tweet, tweet at me if you're gonna go to all out. Yeah, eat pizza for me. Giordano's for fucking days. <laughs> um, hang out with me in the, the suburbs of Chicago, which are fucking like people are complaining. They go, oh, it's gonna be in Chicago. It's dangerous. This is the fucking white ass fucking neighborhood. <laughs> Just letting you know. And Chicago's like the it's, arguably the biggest wrestling city in the U.S. It's it's up there. It's one of the best ones. At least for independent stuff. But people are just worried about like the perception that it's a dangerous place. It's in fucking Hoffman Estates in Schaumburg. It's not Chicago. Well, and like that's all. And those big cities. We don't need to get into we it. We don't got to get into it. Everywhere's fine it's, and everywhere it, sucks. A a dangerous neighborhood just means you're scared of people of yeah. color. Yep. Yeah. Fuck off. Um. Don't just tell me it will not like you because I heard that as a kid. Fuck you. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Before we end, I also just want to say happy fucking pride to all my fellow queer people yeah. out there. Yeah. So. Shout out queers, but we don't want to co-opt it. I'm not co-opting no, it. We're, y'all, not, y'all we're are, not marketing it. No, I'm the one. I, I'm the only one doing any of that. So <laughs> yeah. I'm queer enough for all of us. It so, is. And it y'all is are not, good allies. So. It's not my place to be able to do that, but Zach. It's no, my place I to want fucking you to be, support it. Honestly, I want Zach to be able to have a platform to do that. Oh, and I, I love it. seeing it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a big thing that we from day one that we wanted in this podcast to be as inclusive as possible to anybody who's interested in professional wrestling. Yeah, and wrestling. like, you know what? Like, I... Like I fucked up in a like way this like with our stuff right now like everyone does it then like talk to us about it and stuff yeah. it's like we in anything you ever hear just it was like, a great interaction and was. a good learning moment and yeah. Yeah. that's how you grow because like I didn't even like I was just reading it as somebody who also is logged in on the Twitter and I was just like oh oh that's cool yeah. like and I was like well how are we gonna respond and I'm like waiting on Zach like I can't say anything this is not my spot and yeah. then Zach did and I'm like. Great response. I loved it. And then, boom, we got something up. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah this is I awesome. Forgot to include the, the lesbian pride flag, y'all. Big, big section of uh, queer people. Yeah. I forget, but fixed it. We yeah. are we are here for everybody. We like. I love that the fact that there's not just like one single group that gets to be able to talk. That's why I love bringing like when Katie, Jenna, Anya, like to mm-hmm. talk about women's wrestling. We can get different perspectives on things because. Yeah. Having that is very important. We we, yeah. we mostly just joke around on this podcast, but at the heart of it all, we definitely want to make sure that it's a place that anybody who wants to listen to people joke around about professional wrestling feels like they'll be uh, respected. These jokes are for fucking everybody. Yeah, Unless yeah. you don't like like swearing, then that's your own problem. Then, yeah. yeah. Fucking sorry. Like being a fucking <laughs> just 12 learn year that old God is Suck dead. your own. Yeah, suck your own. Um, yeah. I, I try every... Try. Who's self sucked? Try to self suck. Shout out Taylor Hawkins. Yes, we're getting closer to our trademark two hours. Yeah, because oh. our plug section takes a half an hour. All we right. gotta tighten that up too. Let's go. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to a hundred episodes of this. One 
100. If you've listened to all 100, please let us know. I'll, I'll send I'm you a sorry. shirt. I'll send you a shirt. <laughs> I, not I, one of our shirts, I, just one of my, one of my, one of my, one of my I, own shirts. I'll send you a Russell Boys 316 shirt. I'll send you like a personal shirt. Honor system. Yeah. I'm, I'll am i call you out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I haven't even, I don't think, technically listened to all of them. I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, I have I technically edit- to pump the numbers, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I edit all of them. I still haven't listened to all of them all the way through. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. We do sincerely love you all, yeah. even if we haven't met you. I know that sounds like hyperbole, but my love is big and strong. Um, unless you're a turf or a bigot. Yeah, unless you're a piece of shit, then fuck off and don't listen to this show, you piece of fuck. Yeah, you probably didn't make it this far into the show. (laughs) (laughs) They're inclusive. What? Oh, they talk about their boys talking about penises. Um, Thank you for listening again. WrestleBoys316 says, Ronda Rousey's a piece of shit. Fuck off. You're a fucking turf. Don't try to make money off of fucking people. Bullshit ass piece of shit. Shout out Axe Body Spray. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs>